adjust your speakers. Instead, adjust your minds to the strange frequency. From the Church of the Holy Weirdo headquarters in Lynchburg, Virginia. These are the dispatches from the weird. Mm. Is it tough enough? It, am I? Is he saying, is it tough enough or am I tough enough? Oh, I thought it was, is that tough enough? Oh. What what being that? It. Like what he like, just did? Is it, is it? Like what I did for you, is that tough enough? Is that what he's saying? Or, or is he specific? I think he's like, I actually never listened to the lyrics. Is that tough enough? I hate that song enough? so much. It's like quintessential, like, 80s pop country cheese. Uh, and it's not even country. It was just like. It has that twang. Adopted by the country music scene. I think. Yeah, right. You would hear the catalog. It's co-opted into... Well, he has a country voice. Yeah, he definitely yeah. does. Whether it's country or not is still up for argument. But I, my, my assumption is that he's listing things like, I'm a bricklayer, and I got in a bar fight. Is that tough Is enough? that tough enough? <laughs> I flipped my tractor, and I unflipped it. Is that tough enough? <laughs> like that? I hate gay people and women somehow. Is that tough enough? Yes. <laughs> Heritage not hate. Heritage <laughs> not Tough enough. <laughs> that flag is tough enough, yo. Uh, I, I was uh, driving on the way back from IHOP earlier today, and I passed a dude on a motorcycle who had, like, a big full-size Confederate flag, like, on, sticking out of the back along with two smaller flags. <laughs> On the back of it, just driving down, proud as fucking b- could be. Do you think he wanted people to know? Uh, I think he was tough enough. That's <laughs> what he was trying to uh, show to people. You gotta be though to carry that flag. Cause one, someone might jump you. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I think a lot of you know uh, black people uh, in the South probably just look at it and roll their eyes and are offended, but aren't gonna make a huge fuss. Imagine about a it. lot of black people in the South see it a lot. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things that it's sad, but, you know, they just, whatever, fucking crackers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking a cracker. Mm-hmm. Cracker. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to use slurs on this podcast. This batch is from the weird. Yeah, welcome to it. It's episode. Been it's been a bit. It's up, yeah, this is an episode. I know, specifically. Oh, we both come at the exact same time. Uh, I can tell you in a second. It is episode... If episode season, season five, six, season six, episode four. Okay. Um, some shits, some shits went down since the last episode. I'm sure. Yeah. Some uh, some uh, events have happened since the last episode probably. that we'll probably touch on. But uh, we've been busy. But here's a new one. Aaron's here. Hey, Aaron's here. studio audience. Aaron, studio audience. Aaron, um, Man, uh, frequent contributor. Aaron. Oh, oh shit! You're right. Yeah, yeah. Fuck we need stenographer you. dude here to, to bring that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna dip into the uh, further adventures of Nathan Potato and Karis. Yeah. Later in the Dungeons and Dragons. I per- purchased my first ever bag of dice. How's that make you feel? <laughs> like a real nerd. It's a cool looking set. <laughs> I dig it, man. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, tell them how much you spent on the dice bag. The bag was like seven ninety nine. That's more than I would spend on a bag. Of dice. I-, I don't know how much dice bags cost. Yeah. I, I mean, it depends on the bag. Yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I mean, it depends on the bag. You can get cheap ones, you can get nice ones. I mean, the standard for cheap D&D players is a Crown Royal bag. 
Uh, yeah, but I cannot support Canadian whiskey. Yeah, turn it inside out. Fair enough. Nope, still, it's still nope. I can't. Look, I'm fine if you want. to. It's like how you guys view religion. <clears throat> like, if you want to have it, that's fine. It's mm-hmm. not my thing. That's how I feel about Canadian whiskey. Is the way you feel about religion. <laughs> well, I started. I started my. I started my dice. Uh, my dice carrying, uh, in a po- old pog tube. Okay, and then it uh, graduated to um, Crown Royal bag. And then it graduated to old Burger King Pokemon ball, Pokeball. The Pokeball is pretty great. So that's what my you, dice have been in. Since. You could also use that as a roller. So you just put the dice you need in, like shake it up, and then I choose you. Toss it on the table. I can also suffocate Pikachu. a baby with it. Yeah, because those are the ones that were recalled from yeah. Burger King because a baby died suffocating on one. Yeah. Now I can't sell them on eBay, and I have forty of them. You can't actually sell them still. on eBay. Yeah, like since there was a safety recall, eBay still knows what they are. Oh. So you can't sell them on eBay. What if you like put them under like a, a fake? I tried, man. I, pa- I called them po- Poke Spaceball Digivolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then no one's going to find it. Yeah. So that, that's that's my life up till now. It sounds like clothes are being murdered in the other room. Mm-hmm. They probably are. I uh, I washed a pair of my shoes today. I put my shoes in the washing machine, and then dried them. Is that how you do that? And they kept thumping and shit like okay. that. And uh, I kept thinking ISIS was coming to get me through the basement because I would forget that I was doing laundry, and I just would. I was watching wrestling, and then I would hear, and I'm like, oh fuck, ISIS again is coming to get me. They're coming, man. They're gonna one day. Yeah, I, I mean, you sitting shoeless in your living room, like cross-legged with a pellet gun. <laughs> I do have an AK-47, like, airsoft gun. They waited for you to wash your shoes because that's when you're most vulnerable. I can't run. Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Bruce Willis ran, and he didn't have shoes. Yeah, but, I mean, he was Bruce Willis. I'm not Bruce Willis. are you going to be running over broken glass? Oh, in the sixth sense? Yep. (laughs) I don't know. What if they shoot out the windows and i got to run past it? I'm going to have to run past it and step on broke glass with no shoes on. I'm preparing myself for it. Man, the world's getting tough. I mean, is that tough enough? Is, people shooting up movie <laughs> theaters, man. Is we, that tough enough? We've inadvertently made the the opening song the like like the overall like you know like on today's special it would be like today's word is um cake S- and then the whole the whole episode would be about cake. Yep. Did anybody know today's special? Is that just me? They did that on Sesame Street too, didn't they? Oh, Today's maybe. special is that the one with mannequin, uh, mannequin Jeff? Yes. And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's like, what that yeah. was called. And Muppet Security Guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and uh, like Jerry a, Curl Girl. Wasn't there a mouse or something? Yeah, I think like there that? was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember. It was the hat, right? The yeah. hat made him. Like yeah. when the, when the department store closed, like he came to life or something yep. like that. Oh, when he took his hat off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or yeah, put it on. One of the two. Which one? Yeah, it was one of them. Put it on. He would go back to being a mannequin. Yeah. It was like a very early predicate. Uh, it, it, it was actually the the children's story adapted from the film Mannequin. <laughs> Pretty much. Is that tough enough to be in a mannequin? Hang, on, I'm going to play the intro. I remember one episode Some... that was very dramatic because they were talking about possibly like uh, taking, uh, like tearing down the building and like replacing yeah, it. Yeah, I and remember that. Because yeah. of that, Jeff's magic would like <laughs> yeah, leave, that. and then they found like a historical plaque that, which is great because yeah. that was a question I had through the entire run of that series. Is like. Well, what if they tear down the building? Like, yeah. What if what happens? Yeah. To Jeff. 
I like that Aaron knows the little things about most of pop culture. Yeah. Like at any point he could you can you talk about today's special and Aaron's like there was one episode where the <laughs> where the building was episode, getting gonna get torn episode down. Episode two oh three. This is uh, the thing though, it's like for any time I have like that oh I remember that one episode. That's the only thing I can remember about the fucking show. I that's remember your power. there were the characters. That's the only storyline I remember. I, I mainly all. remember from that show I mean you jogged my memory when you mentioned that, mm-hmm. but like I remember like the because each show was a, like built around a certain word, mm. and they did like pirate, and they would run like a fucking like little like a, a documentary for kids. It was like yeah. five minutes about pirates, and then the display in the in the in the store that week was a pirate ship, you know, and shit like that. But yeah, for like three years of my life, when I was like three to six, probably this was the number one hit song in my life. Yeah. <laughs> This is today's special theme song. Oh, bring in the horn. <laughs> I like that. Oh. Well, I guess that's all locked up tight now. Yep, the Muppet. Let's bring some some set. Yeah. Hey. Everything's safe. Is it? Three-year-old Richie. Fucking living mannequins running Can't around this place. Can't wait fucking hat comes off of I'm just picturing... <laughs> And Jeff looked a lot like a young Tim Curry stand-in. Yeah, yeah. Sort <laughs> Picturing of. you as a baby with your head. Yeah, no, that's Sitting in front of the TV going like... Rolling a joint. <laughs> a little bit like an 80s forth. Tom Hanks, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. When Tom Hanks still had, like, the curly hair. God, you know what's crazy is any show nowadays, the intro is like... The name of the show yeah. comes up. <laughs> That's it. It's like if this you, is like a two-minute fucking intro that was every episode. It's like like with community episodes where like at the beginning you had like the full like you know not yeah, full song the, but like the good like forty-five second yeah. version of the song. Yeah. And now it's just like like cut right. Yeah. It's like oh man. How far in until one of us made a Dan Harmon reference? Uh, Ten minutes and forty-five seconds. I want to start keeping track of that. Ten forty-five because he one. has become the fucking god of. Dispatches from the yeah, that's true. Special. I'd love to go to a Harmontown. Yeah, if they ever do a tour again, <clears throat> I'd, uh, I'd drive six hours just yeah. if, if they came back close. It angers me every time I go to rewatch the one in Arlington from the big tour. Oh yeah, like they're in Arlington. Yeah, God Virginia. damn it! Yeah, that's not I too do. far away. That's like three hours. Yeah, that's like we're Chuck. That was a funny ass episode too. Yeah, it was. Mm. We need a a uh, uh, early uh, '80s or '90s. Theme song for dispatches from the oh, weird. We do. Someone's got to write it. Oh, we do dispatches from like a the perfect weird. strangers style. Like yeah, sometimes the world looks perfect. <laughs> Nothing to rearrange. <laughs> sometimes you just get a feeling <laughs> like you need some kind of change. No matter what the odds are this time. Nothing's gonna stand in my way. This pain in my heart, like a long lost friend, gives every dark street a light at the end. Standing weird with the dispatches. And that's where it falls apart. Dispatches are the wings of your dreams. Through rain and thunder. A weed haze, I'm bound for weirder days. <laughs> it's my life. It's my dispatch. Nothing's gonna stop me now. <laughs> Boom. 
I wonder if there's a karaoke. There's got to be a karaoke version of that song. We can record it ourselves. Probably. I would oh, hope there so. There's karaoke discs that's just 80s oh, yeah. sitcom theme songs. Oh, man. my I would God. Go, like, Greatest American Hero or shit like that. We just went through we the entire put, fucking... Leave it or not, We need to petition the new rock bands to, to yeah. have 80s, 80s and 90s sitcom TV show songs. Oh, God. Yeah. That'd be glorious. I want that. Because there is a new rock band coming out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a new guitar hero. Mm-hmm. For the next-gen system. It begins again. So I'll never have it. No. Someone will. I, I, I would, God, I wish that they would actually release it for last gen, you know, so I could actually sit and play it. Or even first gen. (laughs) Yeah. Second? Sure. Fifth edition. Fifth edition. Um, (laughs) no, you bought Dungeons and Dragons dice. Mm -hmm. Um, that was cool of you. Oh, I also bought a wallet? You, oh yeah. Have I told you about this wallet yet? No, yo, I saw it while I was This is a crazy wallet. This wallet wallet is made out of paper. Yeah, I know. I didn't know this. Yeah, I knew. I that's why I didn't really care when you said you bought it. I was like, I hate paper wallets. I didn't know about paper wallets. I love it. No, man, it's it paper. looks like it should fall apart. But, but it's it like that plastic coated so paper. Well. I got one of those. I think like a as a Is free a gift. Uh, no, it was uh, years ago. It was uh, when I ordered something from Cartoon Network store. I got Space Ghost t shirts, and nice. uh, they included like, I like a the, those Cartoon plural. Network. Yeah. Yes, Space Ghost t I got a, I, it was a uh, Space Ghost t-shirt and then I got a uh, t-shirt with, uh, or a sweatshirt with Brack on it and man, I missed those. Brack. Brack. Yeah, but no, I like it. Beans. I thought it was just a cool Joker wallet because it's got, yeah. it's got the Joker that was to me what the animated series Joker was, is to you. Mm-hmm. Like 70s, 80s the Joker. The first Joker I ever knew with the long, crazy face. Yeah, like the, the Joker that the killed su- Robin. The one that was uh, on the superpowers figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and on Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and you, it's rare that you find that anymore. It's, it's still all Heath Ledger, really. It, it's one of my favorite, like, Incarnations, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, versions of the Joker. It just um, he looks so insane. I mean, he looks yeah. like an. Ins- and he's got the big. He looks green insane, hammer. but not like a not like a methed out psychopath, <laughs> right? Like most incarnations he looks like of the what Joker. you would picture when someone says the clown prince of crime, right? Yeah. See, for me, the Joker needs that like kind of purple like pinstripe mm. suit with the giant mallet. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. came and with the figure, and, and that's exactly what this wallet is, mm. and and that's what I saw. And I was like, oh, fucking $14 Joker wallet. I thought it was like wallet material. Like, no. not leather, but like, you know. It's paper. So I opened it and I was like, what the fuck? But you can't break it. No, yeah, it's like some kind of weird, it's like, so great. really strong polymer. For or a stoner know, yeah. it, to, who didn't expect this, yeah. it was hope, a real fucking went, treat. I hope you went to Wendy's today and they were like, that'll be eight seventy five, And you were like, hold on. And then you reached <laughs> well, in your pocket and you're like, oh, this is great. Well, I did, but I, it was a Pizza Hut. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. It is a cool. It is a cool wallet. And it's not like, like, like. There's not a shitload of like accordion things like where you can put shit. There are only like five spots to put things. Right. But they all work beautifully. Well, the good thing is since it's paper, I am pro paper wallet. Since it's well, the since it's paper, That's my platform. <laughs> since it's paper, you know, like a leather wallet or like a vi- one of those. Vinyl-y, whatever, poly- polyester, whatever, whatever. My wallet. My the fabric wallet. I have a fabric uh, Velcro wallet. Mm-hmm. You know, that fabric takes up room. So once I put all my cards and my lack of money in there, right. my wallet's like this fucking thick. Mm-hmm. With that, it's minimal, min- very minimal, like, material. So, like... It's a mighty wallet. You're going to have less wallet in your pocket, but the same amount of contents. Yeah. And it has the Joker on it. 
Yeah, it has, yeah. I just I am in love with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to the comic book store. Uh, the I like the comic book store, you guys. Yeah, which one, Starport or uh, Untamed Worlds? Oh, okay. I haven't been to that one yet. Uh, it's pretty great. Cool. It's every. It's well, I like it more than Starport. Ben likes. Starport as far as like content, what they have, yeah, because uh, yeah, I don't read comic like physical comics anymore, and that's most of what the store is. Yeah, and Untamed Worlds had like three thousand trades that I need to pick up, ah, nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. and like huge artist edition hardcovers and nice. shit, like <coughs> and a lot of busts and statues, minimal figures, though. Yeah, minimal figures, and which is what I went for. Yeah, but uh, and Starport and, and the they mall. have paper Joker wallets, paper Joker wallets. <laughs> And Starport in the mall has is all figures. Yeah, but, I, but everything is like ten, fifteen dollars more. Which than I was talking to Richie about, and then it's you know like <clears throat> every the stuff at at both comic stores is you know you generally five bucks overpriced minimum. Yeah, uh, for and what Amazon is, they got to pay rent and shit, so that's understandable. So should I complain that much, or should I support a local business? Because yes, I could get it for five bucks cheaper on Amazon. Or th- I bought a Harley Quinn figure there that was three dollars more expensive than it was on Amazon. And I finally pulled the trigger and said, "I'm going to buy it from this store because I'm actually helping out somebody." Yeah, I mean, it, it all depends on to what degree. Awesome. Well, you want to talk about pulling the trigger on something awesome? <laughs> we're at Untamed World yesterday, and uh, we're looking around for like twenty minutes. By the way, they if, were close. Anyone from Untamed World listens to this? What's the guy that owns the place? Chris. Oh, I feel terrible. I stole a. Com- I tried to steal a comic from him at the flea market when I was like ten or eleven, <laughs> and I hadn't seen him in a, like a hundred years. Yeah, but that was all because it's the yeah. only thing I've ever even attempted to steal, and I got busted. And I was like, "All right, I'm not. I'm not a thief. <laughs> I can't do it." You know. Yeah. So I kind of need to thank him. I think uh, because and he was very cool about. It. I remember as a kid like being terrified. And when he was younger, he had a bit of a Jeffrey Dahmer look to him. Okay. And it was around the time of the whole Dahmer thing. Yeah, yeah, when when <laughs> be looking like Jeffrey Dahmer was the style. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm trying a new laugh. Now um, it's... Um, but yeah, like, like the last uh, couple days... Muttley <laughs> from Wacky Races? The last couple times that we'd gone to Untamed Worlds, he'd been there. Because uh, he owns the place. Right. And uh, it just immediately like throws me back to, to that, seeing yeah. him. Um, I, 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 but he's very cool. They were closed, and he opened up for us. Like, well, they were closed, but still hosting a Magic the Gathering tournament. There were a shitload of people back there. Yeah. Did you look in the back? No. It was full. That's the thing, though, because like there, there's all those people I, playing I Magic. I to look back and see like a, room, like a table of like four nerds. Yeah. And it was not that. It was like a fucking bingo hall filled with geeks. Yeah, um, you would ex- like in the, the mess. The, I guess magic it's not together. messed up. Play D and D. Come on. Queers. Well, they do because <laughs> anyone who plays magic has played D and D. But no, we have two Magic the Gathering tournament locations in town, and they're both constantly filled with people. Mm. So I know that at the comic store that you saw the Magic tournament going on on our side of town on Memorial Avenue. There was also a magic tournament Is going that on. Shop that was cool? Uh, it's all Magic the Gathering and D and D. That's it. So they do have a lot of D and D stuff. Yeah, I mean it's all like mostly figures, like minifigs and the books and shit like so that. So you get a Nathan Potato figure. Yes. Is Hero Clicks the... still a thing? Yeah, I think so, but not nearly as much as it used to be. Okay. I think most Hero Clicks people quit. Right on. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna end up buying that pack of spell cards. I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, you need to just buy a player's handbook. Yeah, I need to do that. And then read it while, like, taking uh, over a series of shits. Just read the player's handbook. Yeah, just, it, it, <coughs> you can get, like, a, a pack of, like, 3 by 5 cards and, like, any spells and shit like that that you want for your character. Just write down the description, the page number, you can find it and reference right. it and anything you need to know. It saves you 20 bucks. Well, no, no, no. It'd be pretty They're cool nice if you had cards, it. Right. I mean, they, yeah. they are nice spell cards. Yeah. So. And you, 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 Richie, are known to drop $20 on something that looks cool. Bought a Joker wallet made out of paper. Yep. Uh, no, but speaking of pulling the trigger on something, we're at that place, and I've got my paper choker wallet that I'm not going to stop talking about. Right. And I've got... Um, Is that tough enough? A trade that I've never heard of. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, something like Strange Detective Story or something. Okay. It's uh, sort of like... An, it sound, the, the description sounds like a ex- League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Gentlemen ripoff. Mm. It's uh, Houdini, H.G. Wells, Tesla, okay. Arthur Conan Doyle. And they're investigating the mystery of Edgar Allan Poe's murder. Okay. That's cool. Sounds cool. I haven't started it yet. So I'm carrying that, the wallet, and uh, a couple of other like little things. And I'm like, God, I didn't mean to spend this much. And I hear Ben go, fuck it, I'm buying the Batman. <laughs> and he walks yeah. over with purpose and grabs the play arts. I saw that Batman. Badass. Dude. It's a uh, badass Frank Batman. Miller, Sweet Batman. Frank Miller. It's so badass that I, will, I have never said this before, and I will never say it again. It's a Batman figure that I would want to own. Because you don't really give a shit about any superhero. Fuck them. Yeah. But, and you especially don't... Paper really, Joker wallet. <laughs> you especially don't care that much about Batman, because the best thing about Batman is the bad guys. Church. Church. So, it was... Yeah, and the shocking thing about it was, because I buy a lot of action figures, but I've never spent more than 20 bucks on a figure or a toy. Yeah, we got back to work, and you were, like, <laughs> in a cracked voice, like... That's the most I've ever spent on one toy. I did a bad thing. Yeah. And it was, it was like 60 bucks, which isn't that much, I guess, for... That's, I mean, that's, that's a, a good, good size figure. I mean, I, yeah. That's, he's fucking huge. That's reasonable for, for something that like size and that detail. Figure. Yeah, he's fucking huge. He's like the size and width of a gallon of milk. Yeah. Yeah, and like, that's my <laughs> Batman figure. And, I, and it's an investment, is what it is, because now I never have to buy another Batman figure in my life. Until you trade that one for right. the Metaluna Mutant Ninja Turtle figure. I would. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. I would I've trade that figure future. for the Metaluna Joker Mutant. wallet made out of paper. List, anyone listening, if you have the Ninja Turtle figure that is the Metaluna Mutant from this island Earth, I will trade you my Play Arts Kai Milk Jug Batman. Yeah, I, I I have no room to talk because Stephen and I got up at like eight o'clock and waited outside of GameStop to pre-order a set of fucking amiibos, yeah. not to pick them up and get them, just to p- get a pre-order for. Wow, that. I was musing about that with my brother today. I was telling him how. <laughs> Were you musing? I was, I was telling him how. I picture you and Robert sitting in the fireplace, like stroking your smoking shin. jackets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brother, Rob's tell like a, me what Rob's you think got of a this. snifter of brandy. He's kind of gazing out the window. And you're just sitting behind him with a cat on your lap. Oh, brother. Yes. I was just musing to myself. Aaron. And young Stephen. <laughs> young Squire Stephen. Stood in li- stood in line. No, but uh, we were musing. We were musing. Sire. <laughs> that guy hasn't been by in a while. Alsted. Was it Alsted? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's still my favorite fucking episode of Dispatches from the Weird. I'm trying to remember. Remember, uh, it was there was my favorite too. Carl was there. Oh, you weren't there. Uh Oh no, it was it was a Carl episode. Trying to figure out what (laughs) we're like a sitcom that changes the neighbor. (laughs) 
Well, you don't tell anyone. Percy. Oh, per that was season. the. It was like Joel Hodge. That was the Carl uh, season. Mike. Rob, Mike. Uh, Mike. What? Mike Nelson. Mike yeah. Nelson. Yeah. This was a, a Carl episode. I was trying to come up with the word oust. I yeah. think ousted. Yeah, and I couldn't think of the word, but uh, I was like, "It's the word that you would use if like a king is being dispo- disposed, okay, like, ousted." So yeah. I was like, yeah. "Well, let's role play through this." Sire, I remember yes, that. Names. That was fantastic. <laughs> there are many men coming to take your throne. Oh, what? What else are they going to do? Uh, that's what I'm asking what? you. <laughs> yeah, that was a great episode. Uh, it went on for like thirty fucking minutes, <laughs> yeah, but it was oh. well worth it. Oh, Jesus. and the, the 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 artwork that you used for that episode was great too. Oh, uh, uh, we need to. I, I wish we were still funny. But I told uh, I told my brother about <laughs> I told my brother about uh, them waiting in line to not get the figure to wait in line to wait another month to get the figure. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, he he's like, "That's why? Just that's the, no." Yeah, but see, uh, and then I realized Rob is ridiculous <laughs> yes. because Rob. Um, Rob almost spent four hundred dollars on a replica Stone Cold Steve Austin belt the other day, and he's. This re- is a guy who has like a full size fucking Reagan from The Exorcist in yeah. his house, you know. So fuck this, you. He, yeah. Well, see, on, on the on the outskirts, when I first hear that, I think that's so silly because it's not my thing, right? Mm-hmm. But then I think about like all the my things. My favorite that- horror movie is coming out in a special edition, limited to like fifty copies, Blu-ray. Would I go? Yeah. How many times I would go did six you buy months t- pre-order? It, you yeah. know. How many times did you buy Django? Right. Yeah. 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 Just to get all the different special features and, and yeah. But now them. I have a five-disc version of Django Unchained. Do I have you? five different copies <laughs> of Django Unchained. But um, no. So yeah, I, I was musing about it, and then I realized I've done exactly the same thing before. I mean, I have. We, I've gone to every Wal- uh, I've gone to five different WalMarts in one day looking for one figure. The only exception in what they did is the thing that they were waiting for. Right. Otherwise, we can mm-hmm. totally plug our own lives Listen, into dude, what they it's did. It's a little fucking plastic figure about five inches tall of Rob, the robot from the NES, <laughs> Ben's brother from Duck Hunt, and then Mr. Game and Watch. Man, I mean, of the Duck I'm Hunt is the du- is it the dog with the ducks? It's the dog with with the duck. And, and when you play him in Smash Brothers, because he's a character. Like it's like the dog and the duck is like one character combined. <laughs> nice. It's it's great. That's it's pretty fucking awesome. Cool. But no, it, it's my childhood nostalgia. I grew up playing it. Right, NES exactly. Games. It's your Marvel yeah. Legends. Yeah, it's, and so that's why I collect. Yeah. It's these your things. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, and part of it, the kiddo loves like you know collecting them as well with me, and then I can introduce him to characters on games. That right. I play as oh, see, so. you've got that too. That's yeah. yeah. Now you can actually explain to your son who Mister Game and Watch is. Yeah. Who is Mister Game and Watch? I don't know. He's, I uh, wish I had him as a father. They, uh, yes. Well, I can explain that to you, son. Daddy. Um, <laughs> no, way back when. Before, no, no, let's make this awkward. Before, oh, okay. <laughs> go ahead. Stop playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> Wipe my pants. I, I pooped my pants. Daddy, what's the miss a game of notch? <laughs> Why are you Asian? <laughs> oh, Why are you, Daddy? <laughs> Daddy, add in, Mister the oh, Game of Watch. <laughs> Yep. Uh, but no, Mr. Game Watch, uh, before Game Boys were a thing, Nintendo had like a series of like old LCD, uh, like little handheld okay, things. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, uh, had some of them. They would kind of have like a vaguely generic character, like either in like, you know, catching stuff in a cement factory oh, okay. or, or like a doing, tiger handheld game? Yeah, so Mr. Game and Watch is a character that was introduced to Smash Brothers and he was kind of like, uh, like just an amalgam, like a generalization of all these little Game and Watch characters. <laughs> okay. So he's like this little 2D, like, silhouette. 
character, like stick That's figure character. Funny. And he moves like a That's tiger handheld game, all choppy really like that. Funny. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's uh, so yeah. The actual little figure, he has like four different poses. You can like swap out the little thing and like That's funny. yeah, have the. Yeah. I, they re-released if I, that. If on, I had known that, I would have probably gone yeah. to the pre-order. They so re-released that out. game I mind on having that actually. They re-released that on on uh, I think Game Boy. Yeah, Game Boy. Like Color. the the old LCD games. Oh, and nice. it was you put the game in and turn it on and it's a watch. It, it'll tell you what time it is, but it will also <laughs> let you play those stupid little games. It was basically a remake of it was a compilation of all those little Tiger handheld games. Uh, yeah, uh, Game and Watch Gallery. They did like up to four of them, I think, and they they did it where they had like the the regular kind of like retro classic version of it, but they also like recreated it with Mario characters too, so you could play either mode. Hmm. But yeah, they're very fun, like simple kind of like uh, those LCD, like where you press something and the little character, like the picture next to it, lights up. Yeah, yeah, like Tiger handheld. Have you ever won have- a Tiger handheld game? I don't I don't think it's possible. Did I you, don't think. Did it you is. guys have those games when you were a kid that were? It was like pre that, where it was a. <clears throat> like a oh, say it. What? Say it. Are you talking about the water games? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> you hit the air button and it blow yeah, bubbles you and to, like, shoot get the, the rings. Yes. Up on the post. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I was thinking about those the I other love day, those. and I want another one because they were so maddening. I'm sure they still got to sell. I was, them. I've they been to maddening. a lot of grocery stores, and they uh-huh. don't sell them. My really. niece has one that I almost stole tonight. Oh fuck. That was babysitting. I'm gonna have to. And she broke it out, and I was like, Oh my god. Because I, I I would always see those at grocery stores, like ham- hanging on a peg at the, in the cereal aisle or something. It's like get the the rings on the thing or get the thing it was always generally always rings that's all it was yeah. you had to get onto a pe- like a little peg that was always uh, part of the uh, the trip kit whenever we went on vacation or something like that mom and dad yep. would get us leech like one of those they get us little like travel bingo things and stuff like that I remember travel, travel bingo, bingo. Yeah. you had the little slide things you're like yep. see a flat tire and then you swipe the thing and the little red lens the red, yeah. the red gel goes over top of it yeah semi truck on fire oh cool bingo <laughs> um I thought of two things to think about. I don't know which one to bring up first. Mm, one's sad and one's the f- just a fun story. one. The story, the fun one. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, one of one of the other podcasts on our on our network uh, that I host. Don't say network with air quotes. Okay, network that I host. Uh, Take we, pride. We belong dead. Uh, we did our first live show. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the happenings I mentioned. Yeah, in the beginning of the episode. Uh, so yeah. I thought you were playing too many cooks. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. Close. It's the theme song to Alice. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it was fun. We went to the Scares That Care convention in Williamsburg. It was their second year. And I went last year. And it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a really good cause. And uh, I went crazy spending money. <laughs> were you like me buying a Batman figure? Yeah, but like with everything I saw. <laughs> Uh, they have a silent auction that I never used to, like, I've never taken part in. Yeah. And this year, they opened, they left the room open. Mm-hmm. This is when you ruin the life of a midget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I did. Uh, they left the room open overnight on <coughs> Friday. Yeah. So I was able to get shit faced and then go check out and <laughs> place too many bids on too many things. Yeah. So I won three things, but one of the things I won was an autographed 8x10 of Tim Curry as Frankenfurter. Oh, nice. Which, Sadly, is probably the only way I'll be able to get one now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did outbid at the last minute. I outbid a little person, and she got really pissed off about was, it. Was it kind she of funny when she dreams? Got, it was adorable when she got. She pissed. had big dreams. 
I've, it made me feel bad because the time ran out on the auction as she was putting pen to paper. Oh, because you hid man. the pen. Kind of. Really? But I didn't know it was a little person. I wasn't like being mean toward like that genre of people. Genre of people. <laughs> oh, this, the, the, it actually comes out. I was trying to make you sound like an asshole by saying that you hid the pen. Because the first time you told me the story, you said you, you didn't say you hid the pen. I was just trying to make it a chilly story incident kind oh. of thing by saying no, that I kind of did the hide the pen. Oh, okay, good. I didn't hide it. I just put it on the the clipboard next to the one, just above reach. Was, oh no! Oh, they were all on a flat surface. <laughs> I like that one. Okay, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. The 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 podcast Fucking itself. Me. Hopefully, will be up by the time this drops. I've been trying to learn how to edit on Audacity. Yeah, I've been wondering what's taking so long. Mad. Well, Aaron said he'll help you out with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's cool. So the, how'd the podcast go? The the live? The, poc- the live podcast It wasn't live, was, but it was recorded live in front of an audience at... Right. Yeah. Um, it was sheer chaos. I, I was not happy with it. Uh, but I'm not. I, I was happy with the podcast. I wasn't happy with myself mm-hmm. on the podcast because I didn't assert myself as well as I should have. I think I was just taken aback that people actually showed up, which is nice to listen to us yeah. do a podcast. So I was kind of like awestruck, and uh, and I got drunk, which I don't do often, uh, and it kind of shut me up a little bit. Right, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, my performance aside, I think it was a fun podcast. And uh, but it was chaos because you said it that was uh, chaos. you said that the it, the guest you interviewed <laughs> wouldn't leave. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling Aaron about it a bit too. Um, it kind of became the guy that we interviewed is a guy named Mike Lombardo, and he's great. He has this company called uh, Real Splatter Productions, who do independent films, and he's got he's very 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 talented and, and very driven and committed to making independent film. <clears throat> Which is he's awesome. Like, he's like ten years younger than me, uh, so and I'd met him last year and, and asked him on the thing. And the, but the thing that I'd forgotten is that when Mike gets drunk, he tends to everything becomes the Mike show. Yeah, and uh, our live podcast kind of became We Belong Dead with Mike Lombardo featuring Mono and Ian. <laughs> And I was a little resentful uh, <laughs> myself of that. I can't wait to hear that, it. And the fact that the audience was also kind of filled with a bunch of horror geeks who thought that they should have their own podcast. <laughs> so, like, everyone is just kind of trying to take Wasn't over Wasn't there a the guy podcast. who did have his own podcast? Oh, this guy. Yeah. yeah there was. I <laughs> and won't. he kept interrupting the show? Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. The single most pretentious horror geek I've ever met is this guy. But nice, nice guy. Um... But yeah, it was a lot of fun. A road trip with Ian is fun. It was the first time we'd ever done any like uh, out you, of town. Did stuff. you did you pull the, the the ask Ben about something you don't actually care about card with him? No, he stayed awake. Oh, okay. Uh, well, like like chatty awake. Because when we went to horror cons, yeah, he got yeah. me like three times with this shit. Where well, it was, it was what's no, what's everyone else was sli- yeah. asleep, and I'm just reading a book in the car, and then Richie, who apparently is falling asleep but feigning interest in what I'm doing. Strikes up a conversation with me about something he doesn't give a fuck about. He just needs to talk so he doesn't fall asleep. So, Richie, but it's always something that you give a fuck about. Yeah, and so it I'm make, giving you. A you're platform, right. You're right. You know? I did feel nice being able to talk about the Halo book series with somebody. With somebody, and I wasn't making fun of it. I was like asking questions that, uh-huh. like, you know. Yeah, it just happened. I was, you know, it was yeah. a learning experience, and it was. You it know, took me kept 20 minutes away. to realize. <laughs> You don't really give a shit about any of this, do you? No, do you? And you're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Just need to wake up. Hey, everybody else is awake. Let's go to Fuddruckers. <laughs> yeah. Which was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, so, yeah, we um, we had like 25 people in attendance, which is, you know, more than I expected. 
and um, met some really cool people, like new friends and and uh, celebrity. Sean Whalen is awesome. Uh, he played Roach and People Under the Stairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he, in that Got Milk commercial. That's the eight by ten I got signed. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I like that dude. Yeah, uh, you always see him show up, and it's like him. Yeah, he's in Laid to Rest as well. He's like nice. one of his biggest roles currently, cool. uh, or you know, newer. But he um, is the fucking karaoke master. Nice. He did um, Angel is a Centerfold by yeah. Jay Giles Band. Why, why didn't you record that with your iPod? I don't know. And I was just in awe. And then he followed it up with Jesse's Girl. I wonder if those are, like, I wonder com- if somebody there was recording it and put it on YouTube. Probably. Because I want to see that. But like complete with choreography and like crowd work and. Conviction. Like, he was awesome. Um, so that was cool. We met Sid Haig again. Sid doesn't seem happy anymore. I'll say that. Um. How met, old is he now? Oh, easily in his 70s. Yeah, yeah. he may just be. Tired, yeah. yeah. He seems tired, but he was happy to talk about Spider Baby with me because I guess everybody always brings up Devil's Rejects. Yeah, and dude, like, Spider Baby, man, awesome. that, God, I love that movie. It's just so it's so weird and creepy. And um, the the girl who was in it, she uh, like was like the girlfriend of wasn't like Marlon Jake, Brando, Marlon Brando, yeah. and apparently like. She was his lost love, yeah. or something like that. She yeah. died young. Yeah, there's you a know? great documentary on the DVD of Spider Baby about that girl. Cool. I can't remember her name. I feel terrible. Yeah, so why do I feel she, terrible? Yeah, I didn't she know died it. really young. <clears throat> she died very car, young. Car accident or something? Yeah, and she was um, Marlon Brando's like soul muse, mm. and they're like legends of after the funeral, like everyone left, and he was there for like hours and hours. Man. Yeah, it was a ama- pretty amazing story. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Sid was cool. Uh, I also met. Um, Oh no, why can't I remember his name? It's Pete. What's his name? Larry Drake. Larry Drake. Yep. Uh, wow, I'm stoned, sorry. Uh, Dr. Giggles, right. uh, Durant from Dark Man, mm. and uh, Santa Claus from the first Tales from the Crypt episode, oh, which is what I went with. That's, I remember watching that as a kid when it aired. <laughs> Me too, yeah. Yep. And oh. being fucking terrified. Yeah, my friends and I, we were, we were all horror geeks on our, our uh, parents, for some fucking reason, would let us rent like you know horror <laughs> movies. Yeah, we you know we had subscriptions of Fangoria and all that shit. And uh, yeah, so we uh, one of our friends had HBO, so we all like stayed over that weekend because we knew this new horror series was yeah. coming out, and we stayed up and watched that. That was um, yeah, it was tough for me to pick because I love Darkman, and I love him in Darkman. He's such a great. Mm-hmm. Shithead villain. Dark like, Man is a great movie. It really man. is. It's a great movie. It, it it's holds so up for me over too. the top and cheesy, but that's Sam Raimi. Yeah, you know, it's perfect. Yeah, it's arguably the last great Sam Raimi movie of that mm. Sam Raimi style. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he came back with fucking Drag Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. Uh, but Drake was really cool. He's um very southern, and from what I could tell, very into conspiracy theories. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> like Stroby Echoes level. Like Stroby Echoes level, yeah. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't decide. I, there's Doctor. I mean, Doctor Giggles is iconic, right? And Durant is like one of my favorite movie villains from my childhood. But what it came down to was I had an eight by ten of the Crypt Keeper signed by John Cassier. So I thought, and I loved the first episode of Tales from the Crypt, yeah. and he was amazing in it. So that's what it came down to. I could put those in a frame together. <laughs> okay, yeah. And that would be my first episode of Tales from the Crypt. Who directed signature. that episode? Um, Richard Donner? No. Yeah. 
No, it's one, somebody from that era. Yeah. Um, Zemeckis? Maybe. Because he produced it. I mean, yeah, yeah, he produced the Joel series, Silver so. did. Um, um, but anyway, the, the but this is all leading up to the fact that we also met um, David Naughton from American Werewolf in London, Brutal Massacre. And, I love uh, Brutal Massacre. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, that's what I talked to him about more yeah. than anything else. Actually, when I finally got up to meet him, I said, I can't believe I'm actually meeting Harry Penderecki. <laughs> and he like, busted out laughing. I was like... He's he's a big champion of that movie and like trying to get it out it there. Brutal Massacre man. was great. It was a lot of fun, man. I really dug that movie. LMB Productions. Stance would lick my balls. I figured, <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> um, something, something, Dark Side. Was, oh, you recorded a podcast oh, with him? Oh, we got a, uh, like a 30-minute interview with him on nice. Sunday. Which completely eased all my pain from how I felt about the live yeah. show. Which, which Ian assures me that the live show isn't that bad. And I keep stressing that I, I don't think it was bad. I think it's going to be enjoyable to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's just, just chaos. from my personal like you perspective. Didn't yeah, exactly. But totally used that over. You know, exactly. This is your first live, like podcast with an audience, right? Yeah. So I mean, it, it's there's going to be. I'm bringing like, a taser next time, <laughs> and no no guest interview. Uh, yeah, no guest interview. But yeah, we got <clears> uh, a nice thirty minute thing with Naughton, and he, he was. So great. I've listened to that interview back, and it's. I'm actually kind of proud of how well it went. Um, He talks about some stuff that's on the horizon, uh, including a a great movie called The Gathering that's in pre-production that um, stars him as um, H.P. Lovecraft. Nice. Stars um, um, Jeffrey Combs as Edgar Allan Poe. Nice. And a couple of other like well-known writers, through, uh, horror writers throughout the years, are characters. And Simon Pegg will be playing the devil. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. And the devil like forces these famous horror writers to concoct the scariest story ever, right or whatever. Yeah, you, I think you brought that up. Like, yeah, Ian, Ian's brought it up a lot on on, on, the, on We Belong Dead. So we got to get the scoop on that and, and get like actual reality of <laughs> of what's happening with it. But it sounds Noise. like it's going to happen. So cool. There's a, a comic uh, series, and I, the name escapes me. I'll look it up in a little bit. But uh, it's uh, basically H.P. Uh, Lovecraft teams up with Tesla to fight like interdimensional horrors. I heard and, about like, that. Guys like Alistair Crowley. Oh wow! But they're making it into a TV series. I did not know about that. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, Tesla has, like, the super science where H.P. Lovecraft has, like, the occult knowledge and interdimensional... Uh, <laughs> Sorcery uh, magic kind of yeah, shit. And, uh, yeah, they have to fight, like, Aleister Crowley and shit like that. Uh, that episode of Tales from the Crypt is called All Through the House. Okay. And it was directed by Robert Zemeckis. Makes sense. It was written... This is what I'm really impressed with. Uh, Fred Decker. Decker. Uh, Monster Squad. Oh, okay, uh, Night yeah. of the Creeps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. That's cool. Now I got to meet Fred Decker and Robert Zemeckis. Um, but yeah, and overall, put them in in the in the frame <laughs> yeah. with your tales from the crypt autographs. Um, overall, it was a really really good time. And uh, two days after the show ended, um, uh, we were invited back for a podcast next year. Nice, very cool. cool. So, and then today I went ahead and reserved the room for next year, and it should be fun. I. Uh if possible. Scares the care. If, if you don't have a charity or if you're a charitable person who needs another one, they're definitely well worth it. Like, it's, they're, they're so open door about their practices and, uh, like, they, they give so much. It's, it's a really amazing cause. 
I gave them $130 in a silent auction. <laughs> um, that comic, by the way, is called Harold. Okay. Uh, Tesla and Lo- or Lovecraft and Tesla. Like H-E-R? Uh, H-E-R-A-L-D. Not like H-A-R-O-L-D. Like, yeah. This is my comic about Harold. He's not in it. Written by John Riley, art by Tom Rogers. But Yeah, it looked really cool. Um and apparently it's getting a TV show, which could be very cool if they decide mm. to do like kind of a Warehouse 13, right. you know, style. Yeah, I liked Warehouse yeah. 13. Yeah, it'll like probably Ma- get canceled. It yeah. sounds like it'll get canceled. Yeah, they team up with like Mark Twain and shit like that. So, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that like cross fiction, yeah, kinda weird like alternate history. Did you hear the about the uh, pilot that Dan Harmon's doing? Um, the interview show or something like that, or talk show? on what the last it? episode he was talking about, it, and apparently like. I don't know what he's bullshitting about for humor and what's true, but mm-hmm. it sounded like he was being sincere about this show that he hosts that is him as, with a time machine. What? And, like, people within, like, the community or, like, you know, the, the Harmontown verse yeah. uh, play, like, Mark Twain and okay. people that he teams up with in each episode. Well, so kind of like Dead Authors Podcast. But, like, the adventures of Dead Authors okay. Podcast, huh. yeah. That could so it's like an actual like kind of like a a, a scripted show or something. Uh, like yeah, that? yeah, interesting. Hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Now, I mean, doesn't he have like kind of his own network now? Like his his own. You have to pay to oh, watch like his. through the website. Yeah, well, yeah. It, they it's basically it's a setup so that you can subscribe to the live stream uh, things that they do. Every and you show. watch it afterwards. Uh, yeah, you can watch like the, they all archive. So if you subscribe to it, you can watch all the old ones. You get the audio podcast for free. The video uh, is. Like, it goes up, like, as it's happening, and you get it, I think, like, three days earlier than the audio podcast. So nice. if you pay, like, five bucks a month, you can get access to the video. And there's a lot of times where the video – I mean, you've, you've seen the yeah, Harmontown there's a, stuff. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of physicality in Harmontown, yeah. the podcast, which is the podcast we talk about the most on this podcast. Yeah, it used to be – oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Sports Corner. Yeah, dude. Bam, was, bam, yeah, dude. Bam, bam, bam. You guys were uh, – who turned me on to oh, yeah, dude, originally. Um, you guys just wouldn't stop talking about it. I wonder if that podcast is any good still. It's still good. I, I drop in on them every. I drop in on them like every couple months. I'll, I'll just like, ah, eh, let me see how they're doing, and it still holds up. It's nice. the same thing. It was the uh, that's the first podcast I ever heard. It was uh, yeah, dude, because of our friend Noah. Yeah. Rest in peace. No, what's your sad story? Oh, the sad story. I guess. Well, how how long are we? Because the sad story should probably take us into the song. Forty six minutes in. Is that good? To. To talk about this and then go to a song. How long? Have you, how long is this? I mean, we can probably. I mean, I could do days on it. Um, <laughs> we could probably do fifteen, twenty minutes on it. Yeah, do it. All right. Um, I've got background music. It's right. not specifically like this podcast and it has any sort of time restraint restraints or anything. But Very true. Um, yeah. The, some when, when this happened, I, you were the first person I thought of. Yeah, and I got. Like 15 or 20 texts in a row from yeah. people that I hadn't talked to in years and people, you know, that are, that I'm close to now, but just, uh, and I was punching a show. I was doing the six o'clock show at work, so I couldn't check them. And then when I finally did check them, I was yeah. like, I couldn't do anything. Uh, a very, very influential person in my life, uh, passed away recently. I guess you can tell by the music. Uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Yep. Um, I know this podcast is a safe place for me because I've kind of had to hide how sad this has made me in public so not to be pointed at and laughed at for crying because a wrestler died. Yeah. Um, but as stupid as this sounds, both of you I know understand what I mean when I say this. 
Roddy Piper and Bill Murray are probably the two earliest influences in my life, and both have stuck with me through my life, and I've, I've kept up with their careers. And um, I got to meet Roddy a few years ago at um, a horror convention, which is cool to be able to have told someone that was that important in your life how how much they meant to you. Yeah, um, before they were gone. But yeah, it was a real shock to me, like. Especially it's a shock to everybody. Dusty he was young so as shit. Yeah, six, and he 61. was in shape. 61, you know. Well, he wasn't in shape, but he was in much better shape than people <laughs> well, who... Wrestlers who are currently still alive. Yeah, you know, for like years... Jake he, the Snake. He, how the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, Roddy had always kept himself uh, well. I mean, you know, he wasn't like a drug guy. He wasn't really... I guess, you know, years ago he was a drinker, but he kept himself in pretty good shape from what I understood. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a real bummer. I mean, Roddy... as, as Silly as it sounds, um, probably even a little before uh, Murray, certainly uh, decades before Hunter Thompson, um, Piper was the guy that kind of <clears throat> molded my sarcastic, yeah. shit heel personality. Uh, uh, he was like one of those dudes, like that's just magic, you know. Yeah, when yeah. They, they get on the mic, and it's just they have that aura that they just exude, where like. I, Whether you love him or hate it, it yeah. draws you in. Yeah, Piper was an amazing heel. Yeah, amazing. And um, and no matter how long he was gone, the pop he would get when he would come back, even just to get his ass kicked by some new wrestler yeah. you've never heard of to get him over, uh, the pop he would get would go on for uh, minutes. Um, yeah, I was I was a Piper mark early on, and to the point where my and I think I've told the story before my parents thought there was something wrong with me <laughs> because at like 4 years old I'm rooting for the bad guy yeah. and hate Hulk Hogan. Well, I mean, fucking you, hate him. He's a racist. I mean, <laughs> I was right all along. Yeah. <laughs> that the only joke that I was able to make out of the whole Roddy Piper thing and I was proud of myself for being able to come up with one was that uh, this just goes to show you that Roddy would do anything to upstage Hulk Hogan. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think Hot Rod would appreciate that joke. Yeah. Um, the, the, the tribute that the WWE did on Raw mm. uh, was very nice. Uh, me being me, I thought they should have done more. Yeah. Um, but it was... Um, Nice, especially given like the controversy that I've heard surrounding Roddy and the WWE currently. Yeah, there was some kind of deal where Roddy got removed from the podcast, like the podcast network that Stone Cold was also right. on. Podcast One. Yeah, I don't know if that was like a guest who was on, like did an unflattering impression or yeah, something. Yeah, the story it was hilarious. The story that I heard through Ric Flair. Yeah, is that when you're uh, talking the other day, <laughs> right? Is that um. Roddy, uh, and Ben and I listened to a bit of this podcast. It wasn't, it wasn't it offensive. It wasn't offensive it was at funny. all. Yeah, it was Will Sasso mm-hmm. from Mad TV doing an impression of Stone Cold on Piper's podcast. He's done that before, yeah. too. I've heard And I've Piper heard, yeah. and fake Stone Cold call Hacksaw Jim Duggan and interview him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Will Sasso is doing a Stone Cold impression, asking him all these questions. What? And Hacksaw has no idea. <laughs> what? He thinks it's Stone Cold, and he keeps going into his Stone, <laughs> stone Hey, Hack, you remember that time down in, uh, Tuscaloosa. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, it was it was lighthearted and uh, funny, and Stone Cold did not take kindly to it. That's a shame. I mean, and, and well, Piper and, and um, Hacksaw are good friends. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. they, like, really bonded at Legends House. Yeah. So. I wonder if they bond- actually bonded, like, way before that. 
and that was just for the show. Could have been, but also the fact they haven't that seen they each were, other. In they years. were in like close proximity and living with each other, essentially. You know, so yeah, it, I don't, I don't know what that was happened. Fucking with adorable, that, it was, and yeah, and it was kind of weird and awkward. And there were rumors that his Legends contract were was expired. What did you do? Uh oh. We still recording? Yeah, we're still recording. Uh oh, technical difficulties. Beep boop. Beep boop bop. There we uh, go. Yeah. uh... Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, but so what I heard was, and and I've also heard from Stone Cold that this none of this is true. Mm. But I don't know why it would be made up. But yeah, according to Flair, Stone Cold like threw a fit, got him thrown off the network, and then went to Vince to bitch about him and got his Legends contract pulled from WWE. That's which means it's already back though because he died. Right. Yeah. But that's like shit that isn't really coming out, and everybody's kind of saying, oh, Vince did such a great tribute to Roddy, and I'm like, well, I kind of feel like he was forced to, (laughs) you know? uh, Yeah, it it, it was weird, and it never got resolved, you know? Yeah. I I know that Piper had said he was going to address it or something like that. Maybe that's why he died. (laughs) Vince took him him out. You guys just Just were talking about uh, Owen Hart, yeah. yeah. You guys talking about conspiracies and wrestling? Oh my god, it's Jessica the Body Ventura. Roddy Piper was killed by the Illuminati puppet masters within the WWE. <laughs> Wonder why you haven't seen Shano in a while? God, I can't wait for the day. He's in a Guatemalan prison camp. The, the day that Shane comes back is it's going be to be huge. And it'll come, he'll, he will come back for one like one pay per view. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. One Probably. little storyline, but I can't fucking what's, wait. I love that guy. What's he do? Is he just like working in Japan or something? He Shane McMahon owns like one of the big um, cable sa- or satellite television, like like HBO kind of things mm-hmm. in China. Okay. Or he, yeah, he's the CEO of that or something like that. All right. I'm <coughs> um, but yeah, we'll, I'll talk. No chance. Talk more about uh, Hot Rod on the next We Belong Dead. I'm sure we'll play some stuff from They Live and Hell Comes mm-hmm. to Frogtown and all that. And mm-hmm. I'll get Ian's thoughts. But uh, Maniac loves you. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, God bless you. This is a man right here. <laughs> That's my current Roddy Piper impression from the past couple of years. Hmm. Very breathy. Very. Now he's getting angry in the middle of the promo. Go. <laughs> Can you do the higher pitch, Roddy Piper? I probably could, but I don't. I'm not feeling you it. You just right hit now. Jimmy Superfly <laughs> snuck in the head with a coconut. Go. Oh, I got to back to my dressing room yep. without looking like a coward. You want a banana? <laughs> Here's a banana. Here's a pineapple. Coconut. I know where you come from. The girls know they climb I... up the trees and they get the coconuts. I know I just hit you with a coconut, but now I'm going to whip you with my belt. <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> This is one promo. The one promo from Saturday night's main event that that Ben and I replayed over and over. Just the intro, where Roddy busts through a door backstage and super sweaty, super sweaty, and does a crazy noise. It's so great, and it's essentially (laughs) yeah. Um, But yeah, to be honest, the the documentary that WWE put out like five years ago is really good. I of course rewatched it not long ago. And it's a good set. There are a lot of matches and a lot of Piper's Pits on there. And well worth picking up. You can probably find it for a couple bucks now. Yeah. Um, I mean, all the wrestling DVDs are super cheap now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and totally worth it. Um, what what are, what are like, some of your like favorite moments from Roddy, like, in the ring and out of the ring, like, in, in a movie or something? Um, of course, They Live's amazing. They Live. Yeah, They Live is, is absolutely amazing. Uh, it's just, god damn, I love that movie. 
um, that fight scene, that like six minute long yeah. fight scene with Ooh. Keith David. Is we just, were talking about this yeah. last night. What's Keith David's name in They Live? Oh wow, I don't remember. Because we figure yeah. if anyone knew, it would be you. Because we brought up the question of I brought up the question if this was this could be a possible trivia question in the future if we ever play the game again. It should be. But can you give me the names of five characters in movies played by Keith David? I don't think we could come because it's always just it's fucking Keith David in the yeah. thing. Yeah, it's Keith David in fucking Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, I mean I remember Hot Rod's name or was John Mata, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, in, in Pitch Mama Black... Mama don't like tattletales. In, <laughs> that's a lesser used line from that movie that I love. Uh, uh, Carpenter uh, gave a nice little tribute to Tattletale. You know, I keep... Since this has happened, every night I've sat down to write one of my eulogies that I do on Facebook when somebody important uh, passes. passes um, and I haven't been able to. I can't put... I still can't put words together yeah. for what I need to say about it. Can you put a Just, song together? I can put a song together, but... Uh, I meant you write a song to Roddy Piper. No, I have, and I, thank you so much. Can you pass me that guitar? <laughs> Standing tall, Roddy Piper <laughs> is my dream. Um, what about in-ring, or like promo-wise? Is there a match that you remember? And coconut's a big thing. Yeah. Coconut's the, a big one. The, the dog dog collar match with Greg Valentine. I like when uh, is a big one. he came back for a pit and Stone Cold came out. And he just slapped Stone Cold straight in the face. Oh, and then and sl- Stone Cold slapped him and back. And then he just, like, rubs his face and is like, you know what, I like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sticks out. That was a good pit, yeah. That was one of the better later years pits. Was, Most it, of them uh, was it WrestleMania 1 um, that it was uh, Hogan and Paul uh, and Mr. T versus Piper and Paul Orndorff? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. That was, uh, it, it, like, I, I always, like, picture Roddy feuding with, like Mr. T, I know and he, they had like a well, that was like the big fucking thing. Um, uh, one of the things that I, I do distinctly remember is that ridiculous uh, match with uh, Goldust. Like, oh, the they, back alley yeah, brawl, where, yeah. where they end up like doing the OJ the back Simpson lot brawl. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, there's so many. Uh, I, I even thought he was great when he came back in WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of the ones that I didn't feel bad for. Like Bret Hart, when Bret Hart came, it was just yeah. like Bret Hart was like. I left because of a shitty situation, and I'm in really no much no better right. situation. I would say worse. Yeah, yeah, because Hogan is like gonna like fucking you know. Yeah, and he his career ended very, really quickly after that, didn't he? Because of a chair shot to the head or something. Yeah, yeah, he didn't last much longer. <clears throat> he just hung it up, which it's a, it's sad. I'm glad that like you know at least the WWE and Vince and him seem to have buried the hatch. Right, yeah. Oh, he was maniac and it's always sunny. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's not going to be a recurring character anymore. Um, the match at uh, WrestleMania 3 with Adrian Adonis, the hair mm. versus hair match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good one, his retirement match. The match that gave Brutus Beefcake the nickname of the barber. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he painted himself black, <laughs> half, half black. black. Yeah, for bad news, brown. That remember we remember they made an action figure of that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's hard awesome. to find. Yeah, well, they made they made a Roddy Piper Cobra GI Joe. Figure. I still don't, that's, I that's he's that, super yeah. rare. That's yeah. like my holy grail. Uh, that and of, of Piper memorabilia. That and there's they put out a figure of him in the boxing gear. Oh, right? nice. Uh, that's really hard to find. You need to better. start collecting Piper stuff, like yeah. Piper well Piper figures, because there's probably like well, I've got 20. the the unmatched Fury one over there behind you on the other side. Since he died, they're probably going to put out a brand new one in the yeah, next I'm couple sure years. So. Yeah, yeah, more 
memorabilia. Like a nice elite one with like a coconut. <laughs> right. Yeah. And a bag cool. of fruit. Two pack with Jimmy. Uh, yeah, that was a bummer. And if if you want to hear more about it, you can go to We Belong Dead. Didn't they make a uh, check that out? Did they make a Piper's Pit playset? I they think did. They, yeah. I think they nice. did. They did. You need that. I agree. I wonder because I've had that on my wish list on Amazon for a while. I wonder you, if it skyrocketed. You need that, and you need a Superfly Snooker to put on the ground. That's true. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we need to make that happen. I keep looking every time it's Christmas time. I'm doing Christmas shopping. I look and see how much that GI Joe Rowdy Piper Ugh. figure is, and it's still not Christmas presentable. <laughs> and now it's going to be even worse. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely at least for the next couple of years. Because yeah, that sucks. There was some dude who was apparently like selling um, like prints from like Bay Live or something like that, mm. and faking Roddy's signature and like really? trying to sell it online. It was really skeezy. I know Rod got pretty pissed a couple years ago when people started releasing, a f- in quotes, officially licensed Hot Rod t-shirts. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, the newest shirt that he made, though, I thought was pretty cool. It just said villain oh, nice. on it and had his signature. Did You get, you got that woman maker t-shirt, right? Uh, no, I never. I made yes. one. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I made one, but yeah, it's still, I mean, almost, almost every shirt from his career is available on his website now. Nice. Which I, is pretty awesome. I shared on <clears> Facebook, <throat> someone put together a compilation of Roddy Piper eye pokes. Said I to, saw like, that, yeah. Your eyes. That, yeah. That was amazing. Yep. That's like his big move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and the sleeper, yeah. Um, and the taunt where he jumps up and down, <laughs> sticks his tongue out. <laughs> was that from. Was it from Revenge? It was WCW Revenge, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a great game. But I remember that taunt. Game. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> yeah. What What the fuck is he doing? Because I don't remember Piper ever doing that taunt. I miss WCW Revenge, man. That was a good game. The only time uh, I was shitty about a Christmas present, I think I've told this story on here too, uh, from my parents. Like, you know, you see those, you know, or you've seen videos of kids who are just like, mm-hmm. open something, they're like, really? Yeah. Uh, I, I was never like that, but this one time, I'm like five years old, the only thing that I... You're sitting there watching <laughs> Special Delivery? Watching Special <laughs> Delivery. It's like, come open your present! And the only thing that I wanted that year was the like 18-inch Roddy Piper Wrestling doll. Guy. No, it was like a plastic doll. They made one of Piper and one of Hogan. Yeah. And... Uh, my my mom was really concerned about how much I liked Roddy Piper at a young age, mm-hmm. because at that time he was hated. I mean, yeah. it was like it wasn't even a tongue in cheek bad guy. Like he was a bad guy. And they had uh, a cartoon where Buster Bunny voiced him. <laughs> and uh, my mom, in an attempt to like, uh, I guess like bad guy aversion therapy, yeah. put you me, on the right path. Bought me the Hogan eighteen inch. And I remember opening it and like throwing it across the room and being like, "Really? <laughs> <laughs> not only is it not the one I wanted, it's of the fucking guy I hate. You don't know me." <laughs> yeah. So then I cracked a coconut against my mom's head, <laughs> started whipping over the belt <laughs> yeah. while sneaking Poking away to your bedroom. <laughs> yeah. You slam the door. She starts pounding on it. Turns around. Ah! <laughs> That's a uh, Christmas morning I'll never forget. <laughs> oh, I also remember back when I lived in Danville, I, I co-wrote a screenplay with my buddy Frank mm-hmm. that was kind of a semi-autobiographical story of both of our lives put together. Be a griefical. Be a griefical. And uh, I remember the two people I reached out to were Mojo Nixon to play a character that was a drunk mm-hmm. in a jail cell. And... Uh, 
Roddy Piper to play my essentially my dad. Yeah. In the movie, and, and I, I probably still have the email somewhere, but he he would reply to me and like read the script and was like super fucking nice about it. But it was just an issue of like I'm a dude that lives in Danville who's not actually yeah. making a movie. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Mojo Nixon and Roddy Piper are interested isn't going to get this movie made. Yeah. But I remember him being very cool and like you know like sending notes about the script and like stuff Piper. That, yeah. Everyone, nice. uh, every like fan interaction I heard of from Piper is, is that the dude is like a prince. He's yeah. like super nice. He's like just all about the fans. Right. And he goes out of the way to make them feel good. So I mean even though like he's an absolute villain on you know you know on the TV, he, he's a dude who's just really cared about his fans and seemed to really enjoy interacting with them. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh uh rest in peace hot rod. It's a real bummer. Yeah. yeah. First Dusty now you Who's next? Flair? God. Don't I don't say even it. Wanna. <laughs> don't yeah. say it. I mean, it's... And um, that's the sad thing. It's like we're getting older and all our childhood heroes, you know, or yeah. villains are, are, are dying. And it's, I'm going to be upset when uh, when Peter Cullen dies. Yeah. Or Frank Welker. When they die, I'm going to be upset. God, dude, I think Frank Welker will be, still be working into his 90s, you know. That, I know those names, dude. but I can't play Optimus it. and Megatron. Oh, okay. yeah. Frank Welker is like a Oh, that hugely, goes back to my childhood. Yeah. 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 He's a hugely prolific uh, voice actor. He did Megatron, but he's also... Megatron! Uh, he's the du- the go-to guy for any time you need to like have an animal voice, like a dog barking or something oh, like that. Okay. He was the dog in the Chipmunk Adventure, and uh, he's Curious George in uh, the Curious George cartoons. Nice. He's, his, his voice for Megatron hasn't changed at all. Yeah. But Peter Cullen's Optimus voice sounds very different. Because he's old. He's, it's he's older, got that yeah. old man, which actually works better yeah, for it, the voice. It makes Optimus sound more badass, so I'm cool with it. Here's something crazy that I read about that actually like is something that was said, and then everyone was like, fuck, I hope that happens, and then now it's happening. Um, they're doing an animated killing joke, and Mark Hamill's yeah. going to come back for the Joker. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome the yeah. way that worked out. That never works <laughs> out. Yeah, it, it, it happened. <laughs> well, he so. didn't. He said he would come back if it was, he was done yeah. with Joker unless yeah. they do Killing Joke. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Hey, we're doing Killing Joke," and he was like, "Well, I guess I'm coming back." I'm like, "It's so easy that's peasy. Awesome. That's, yeah. that's great." It, the way Kevin shit's Conroy supposed to happen back? is like it's supposed I to be something so. you loved from your childhood that was very geared toward you as a young man, and then they make it with horrible uh, female actresses <laughs> slash in parentheses comedians. In quotes, comedians. Wow. And destroy uh, everything that you ever loved. Could be good. That's the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. Could be good. Won't be. Could I mean, be. the the adaptation be, they did be. of uh, um, Dark Knight Returns was amazing. I mean, that was that was cool. Fuck, yeah, I liked that, that was, so much. Yeah, that was a God really damn, great that was long. <clears throat> yeah, it was two movies. It was two I, movies. Yeah, I didn't it know was that. a three hour movie basically. Because Ian had let me borrow his deluxe edition, so no. it's just one thing, and I kept waiting for it to end. <laughs> and I do love that. I mean, it was really, really good. Where the part one ends? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that. Um, but like that whole that book, the story is so good, which is weird because it's my least favorite incarnation of the Joker. Mm. Yeah, I don't like that Joker very yeah. much. It was like Zoot Suit Joker. I have the Batman from that series, though, now. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> I spent a lot of money on him. Yeah. He looks old, and he looks like the size of a milk jug. <laughs> so if anyone's got a Metaluna... Mutant Raphael figure... <laughs> Let's make that shit meatloaf. <laughs> Let's make that shit meatloaf. 
Uh, we made a short film the other day. Yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, nice. We are feeding a rat. It wasn't really a short film. As it oh, was, uh, okay. I know what you're talking It was about, like right? a found footage. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's Type the beginning of, of a found footage movie. You're going to direct the next Fantastic Four movie. Starring yep. ben, ben Vereen as John Hurt the Rat. <laughs> ben Vereen as the John Hurt of Rats. <laughs> also featuring the wise old rat from them. Nicodemus. <laughs> Nicodemus. That's that his name. Up. That's his name. Shit. Right on. You got oh, it. Oh, secret There's internet. Aaron again with his mutant power to be like to remember things from pop culture. Yeah, it's, you're better at that than we are. Yeah, but it, my my knowledge base is very incomplete. It, I just get lucky with like being able to pull shit out of my ass. <laughs> <coughs> Shannon Doherty was in that movie. Who'd she play? She was uh, like the Here sister we are again. to the sick kid. Oh, yeah. what movie are we talking about? Secret and Nim. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was the first sad cartoon i ever watched as a kid. I, I remember being really impressed that there was blood and that like yeah. one of the characters said damn you know yeah, or, damn uh-huh. it, or something like that and i was like wow edgy yeah, really was. Cool. i remember being really really stressed out when when their house which was a brick was sinking into the mud pit. yeah i was really stressed out like as a kid i was like get it get it out of there fuck i need to re- use them i was probably 10 the last time i saw it <clears throat> i need to rewatch the it. book's really good is it yeah, it's very different. There's no magic in the book. It's this all is about Frisbee and the rats of them. It's just a, it's a fucking sci-fi. Where really? like all the rats, well, I guess is that was Harlan in the movie kind book? Of, but, but the it, rats were genetically modified on and became intelligent. Yeah, oh, wow. you get that in the cartoon, <clears throat> but that's more the focus of the book. Okay. It's, yeah, that whole deal. And there's no like magic medallion and shit like that. Right on. Boo. I remember really liking the book. I'll God check it out it. if I find if I can find it anywhere. Do you have a song? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, and then we'll come back and I'll break in these. Uh, I told you you should have tested dice. your D twenty, but you always want to roll it a few times. Nope, I don't. I don't roll that way. All right, oh. man. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm gonna play a song that if if I were to have the gumption to put together a uh, tribute video to Roddy Piper, mm-hmm. this would be the song that I would use. Uh, it's a song everybody knows, and it just always makes me think of uh, of Roddy. I always kind of like I loved Scotland the Brave as his introduction, as his entrance music, mm-hmm. and it should have never changed. But if it were going to change to mm-hmm. like keep up with the times, I think it would be this song. So uh, rest in peace, Roddy, and uh, enjoy this tune.
All right, so yeah. I was half expecting you to troll and play, are you tough enough? But then I realized <laughs> that you wouldn't do that because he was your idol. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna, there was another track I was gonna play, but I think I'm gonna save that for, uh, We Belong Dead. Oh, yeah. Um, because I think more people that listen to We Belong Dead probably don't know of this track. Right. It's, uh, Roddy's song from the wrestling album. Uh, for yeah. everybody. Fuck everybody. <laughs> yeah. That one? That one. It sounds like he's saying fuck everybody. <laughs> yeah. Check it here, because we're gonna need it. Check that. Well. Second block of Dungeons of uh, the Dungeons and Dragons block. The second block of Dispatches from the Weird is where we play Dungeons and Dragons because we love Harmontown, uh, and also it's fun. And Richie and Aaron seem to be enjoying it. And this is Richie's first foray into the world of role playing. Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like it at all. You only bought the dice because you hate it. Yeah. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Um. Well, do you remember what happened last episode? Uh, we had visited the Minotaur's cave. Yes. <coughs> See, uh, okay. Do you have the audio up? Oh, sorry. Oh. I no, remember it's, it's that we, it was like a central passage and cool. there were like different paths. The north one like was blocked by rubble, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we went uh, left and that had like three Minotaur skeletons that we dispatched. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then right... Uh, we dispatched we, them with great weirdness. Yeah, yep. we fought off a gelatinous cube. Yep, uh, the 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 the, pa- the old man patriarch of the Vale, the t- which is the town you live in, sent you on a quest to go discover stuff that you found out about on your first adventure. Something about the Minotaur Mage and his tomb. Uh, you went, went, you traveled on there to go find it, and you came across a cave which seemed to be possibly the entrance to the Minotaur mage's tomb because the fucking cave was shaped like a bullhead. Right. And inside the cave you found a goat farmer yeah, uh, named, named Max's, uh, who eventually left you alone and let you explore the cave. Upon entering the cave, you uh, found a secret passageway by Aaron or Karis pressing two jeweled eyes on a minotaur skull, which caused the secret door to open. Uh, you found a somewhat of a labyrinth with which what he said the main entrance in front of the entrance that you came in was busted down with rubble with no seemingly way of getting through it. You found a uh, one passageway with a bunch of minotaur skeletons, and the other way was a giant gelatinous cube that you guys murdered. Uh, and then afterwards, you guys got tired and went back to the, the where you killed the minotaur skeletons and took a nap, because oh, okay. that gives you health <laughs> points back. Right. Um, What's everyone's health at right now? Uh, Karis was at 13, Potato was at 11. Do we want to just do a long rest and, like, regain yeah. everything? Since I gave Richie his spells okay. back, yeah. Everyone took a long rest, so what's Richie, what's your max HP? Uh, <clears throat> it's, I, a, it's towards, 18? It's at the, somewhere up here. I think it's 18. Hit point maximum? Yep. 18. Yeah. Alright. Thank you. Here's a pencil. So I'm just going to presume that we're all like... Yeah, you uh, have all your spells back, Richie. You have brand new spells now. Yeah. If you have any questions about them, I can explain them. <laughs> What's a friend's spell? It's basically, uh, <laughs> you can use that spell to uh, try to convince somebody. You can basically convince people that they are your, that you are their friend yeah. okay. for a short amount of time. It's All what it does is, if you're trying to sway someone's opinion, you could be like, Hey, buddy. You work your magic. Very autobiographical. <laughs> work your magic, and when you roll to see if you convince them, you can roll twice and pick the higher number. Okay. Uh, keep in mind that lasts just like a couple minutes, and also after the spell expires, 
they're going to realize what you did. Okay. You know, that, like, hey, this fucker just cast a spell. On right. me, uh, so. In the player's handbook, it specifically says for that spell, to cast that spell, the requirements are you applying makeup. It says, like, spell components. is like applying makeup while while talking produces the spell. So okay. if you want to work that in, that would be okay. hilarious. Is poison spray like the acid splash? But poison. Okay. Yeah, and it does more damage. Okay. Yeah, and then you have firebolt, and then... Acid bolt. Yeah, something... Oh, wait, wait. Oh, do no, you? that's a chromatic orb. Sorry. Chromatic orb does that much damage, however much it says there. 3D but uh, you can choose whether uh, you want it to be fire, electric, ice... Okay. Based on whatever you're fighting. Like, if you're fighting a big metal thing, you can be like, lightning! Right. And, uh... Which bolt is the shit? I think. Firebolt? No, that's... Uh, no. Oh, like, which bolt? Gotcha. Like, electric... Uh, like, a, basically, you, like, throw, like, uh, lightning at it, but you can continue, like... Uh, if you like, hit it, yeah. Like, kind of like the Emperor, like, with force <laughs> lightning. <laughs> force like, lightning. just keep hitting him, like, in follow-up rounds. If you hit him the first time, you just say, I want to keep doing damage to this. Emperor, uh, Emperor Palpatine? Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure we were talking about the same emperor. Yeah. Yep. Palp- not China. Papa Palpatine. Grandpapa Palpatine. So. Papa Paps. Papa Paps. Papatini. Uh, we. <laughs> you guys. One of my favorite kind of peppers, the Papatini peppers. Mmm. They are good. Yeah, I always order extra when I get Papa John's. <laughs> Papa John's Papatinis. Catch it. Uh, you guys just took a nap after fighting a gelatinous cube, which. What's up, the Misfits, Richie? Uh, you guys just took a nap. This is after how I look when I play D anD D. After fighting in the gelatinous wow. cube, you guys got hit a bunch. Aaron, Don't do that anymore. Stop it. It's really annoying. Aaron, I remember you getting hit by the gelatinous cube. Yeah, I and was paralyzed. You, you oh, slightly right. paralyzed. Yeah. yeah, but you guys are fine now. We sing a duet to bring me back to life. After <laughs> standing, <laughs> after eight hours of sleep. Because you guys were just able to sleep in this room with dead skeletons in it. That's fine. All of your wounds have healed. Oh, yeah. Because okay. that's how the world of Dungeons & Dragons works. Yep. Oh, I've even got a dice box. Hey, now. Nice. Good job. Uh, so, what do you do? Uh, so, Actually, we probably had... probably that bigger one would be better. The North Passage is blocked off. There's pretty much nothing we can do. Let me get that dice Unless box. Unless we use decide to get, like, a bunch of miners in here or some shit. Um, the left passage we went to those. That's where the Minotaur skeletons were, and we didn't find any secret doors or anything. We correct off from there. Uh, so the right is where we had just gone. We killed the gelatinous cube. Have we explored that? Looked you did not. Doors? As soon as you killed the, the gelatinous cube, we ended the episode, and you guys said uh, we're tired. Can uh, we go ahead and uh, explore that room? And if that's what you guys want to oh, do, we started. Yep. Ah. There we go. <laughs> yes. Morning, potato. Ah, yes. Good morning, Karis. Good morning. I hope your gelatinous cube wounds have healed. Yeah, it's. I mean, I feel like 100%. It's weird. You, uh. You really had me worried back there, Karis. I know. I mean, I. I was worried too, but I knew you were there for me. Well, while you were sleeping, I I woke early and learned some new spells. Ooh. So, this should be pretty cool. (laughs) What you got? Well, I got this new thing I've been working on. It's nothing nothing to brag about, but I will. It's called a witch bolt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you'll just have to see it to believe it. You're going to love it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, uh, the sooner we can kill things with magic, the happier I'll be. Right. Well, shall we head back to the old man bent with wisdom? No, because we're not done here. Oh, all right. <laughs> 
Yeah, you didn't find anything uh, Minotaur Mage related. Wait, what was our mission again? <laughs> what was your mission? <laughs> find said, the uh, the grave of. The I've Minotaur been smoking mage. a lot of local herbs. Speaking of, it's how I. That. It's how you sleep. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So you got to do something about the Minotaur Mage. So. Presumably, it's at the end of the. Dungeon. Oh, we didn't find the mage. No, you just Shit, we didn't do much last episode. You killed a gelatinous cube and uh, like two or yeah. three giant uh, minotaur skeletons. You bribed a goat yeah. herder. Okay, yeah, that's really where the money of the of that the episode went. Yeah. All right, Karis, where to start? Uh, well, I'm going to head to the room that previously held the gelatinous cube and search for secret doors, secret passages, <clears throat> uh, anything cool like that. Cool if I come with. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. What my dwarven uh, expertise on stonecraft will reveal. You come into the room. Uh, whoa. Oh, you threw a Mauser at me. Damn. Uh, the room is... Uh, you come to a... Uh, the room open... You, you enter the room and it's filled with bones. There are large and small ribs and leg bones, bare and white, piled evenly, ankle deep. There, uh, there are no visible doors in this room to the left. Uh, the airship. Oh, never mind. That was a gelatinous cube. I read that. You killed it. There's a dead gelatinous. There's jello all over the floor, mm. which uh, that like bluish ice color. Uh, can we root around through the piles of bones see if there's anything uh, left behind that wasn't dissolved? You want to? If you want to. Yeah, I do. You do. Where's my paper? I don't know. Oh, I'm lost. Oh. Okay. While you're rooting around in the bones, uh, I'm over on the other side of the room changing into a really sweet black kilt that I brought with me. <laughs> uh, you search through the uh, the bones and everything, and you find about 20 gold pieces randomly. Uh, Be and, there in a sec, Karis! And what appears to be a dagger in a nice sheath. It seems not. Uh, it seems not eaten by the goo of the gelatinous cube. Okay, we actually did this. We found a, a twenty GP a dagger and a potion. Okay, yeah, we already did that. Okay, we did that. So I passed the dagger to Nathan Potato. Nice. Can he have used like after uh, his rest? Uh, can he have like tried to identify the dagger? He can try. Yeah. Yeah. I hold the dagger to my brow. Like here? Yeah, I don't stab myself in the in the head. I hold it hilt end to my head and hold out my other hand as though I'm a faith healer and concentrate hard. It's a dagger, Karis. It's a dagger. Oh, okay. I'm laughing because uh, in this in this second edition D and D campaign I'm reading, I'm playing through. Yeah. Uh, it gave gave me like pre made characters, and one of them's name is Mitchifer. Nice. That's a good name. <laughs> oh, you got to run into Mitchifer at some point. What else do you do? Uh, search the room. Search like, the room. Look for uh, passages, uh, secret doors. The gelatinous cube's immense bulk was hiding a small hole in the wall about two feet high and two feet across. Uh, there's enough room for a human to crawl through or a halfling or dwarf to walk crouched over. Uh, the passage's dirt floor is worn smooth by the trotting of many feet and twists and turns as it winds through the earth. The passage smells of stagnant water. Mm, so it's just winding passage. I'm going to go ahead and... I'm, uh, I'm kind of standing by... Stoop. I, I, before you do that, I'm kind of standing behind Karis, and I'm sort of like... Like, presenting the kilt that I put on. <laughs> like, what? what do you think? That is snazzy. Thank you. Let me tell you, man. 
You are just going to be like slain trim in that. Yes. Well, the local piper was a friend of mine. He passed away recently. <laughs> so I thought I would wear this in, in homage. Homage? Either way. Homage. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> it's slick. So, what shall we do, sweet Karis? Uh, well, I think uh, let's go explore this passageway, which is pretty much the only way we have left to go. You should probably go first. I'm wearing a kilt, and we'll have to crouch over. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, I greatly appreciate that. No biggie. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and stoop down and uh, explore the passage. Uh, do you go with? I follow in tow. The narrow, okay, you go through the narrow passage. It smells like stank water. And like I said, it seems like a lot of things have made their way through this area. Um, It winds and turns in this dark and nasty and kind of wet. And you're not very happy about it. Reminds me of my ex-girlfriend, Karis. Hey, nice. Uh, After so so many feet, you uh, come to, you see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. There's a light <laughs> over at the end of the tunnel. Are you saying that? Oh, I thought we were both singing. Oh, are you singing that when you go through the tunnel? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're best friends. As you were singing that and, and nearing the entrance of the tunnel, you hear the squawking of small of small creatures going. Garris, it also sounds like my ex girlfriend. <laughs> And uh, you the hear walk is is identical. You hear the 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 drawing of blades from sheaths. <gasps> Garris, what what do you see? Uh, what do I see? Since I have infrared, you're still in the in the tunnel. You oh, just okay. see light. Oh, I thought we were at the end yeah. of it. Okay. You see a room through at the end of the tunnel, but nothing in front of it. You just hear a lot of squawking in in a language that sounds slightly like draconic. Draconic. Yeah. Draconian? Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing we got some kobolds ahead. Uh, I am gonna... I can't see anyone yet. No, they're not in front of the hole. Alright. Stop singing! Stop it! Uh, over... What? Squawking. Quack, quack! No, 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 no. Ha! Shit. Who be there? Shit. I thought you were asking me to squawk. Uh, Steve? That's totally my bad. It's Steve. And Karen... Shh. Sorry. Wait. Do we know Stephen Karen? No. Wait. I know a Stephen Karen. Yeah, it's us. Hey. <laughs> Present yourself, Stephen Karen. Okay. We're good. <laughs> um. <laughs> we just kind of wanted to hang out halfway in the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to see us. We're we're not presentable. So what are you guys up to? Like, how many of you guys are in there? You need not... Come out... Come out of the cave or we'll send Trunket in there for you. Is... Oh my god, is Trunket there? (laughs) Trunket? Yeah, boss. Trunket, it's Karen. What's up? I don't know Karen. I'm Trunket. (laughs) Trunket says. Trunket, it's Steve. Steve and Karen? Are you my... I'm very confused. I'm very confused. And you you hear the, the like the like the sound of somebody throwing a sword on the ground. Like I'm so confused right now. We were just here to to see if you had heard the good word of Clan Geddon's Stormbeard, Silverbeard. Forgot. We're between. We are between religions right now. 
I mean, are, are you sure? Because there was I a mean, dragon god we, we, we were, we were worshipping, but that didn't pan out well. Your your immortal soul is at stake. Well, sh- present yourself, and then we and we might come st- don't not stab you. I'm really shy. So who all's in there? Is it like a mixer? Trunkit is here. Yeah, Big Boss is here. <laughs> Alabaster is here. Liquid Snake. So just and you four. Why am I telling you this? Come out of the hole, or Trunket will get you. Oh, <laughs> Trunket loves playing games. I don't. Trunket says, <clears throat> "I don't want to go in the hole." So what? What you guys doing? <sighs> Trunket. <laughs> yeah, boss. Be yeah, big boss. <laughs> I'm going for it. <laughs> you hear the sound of, of of a creature picking its sword up off of the stone ground. Karis, what if we start backing up and lure him into the other room? Yeah. Everybody roll yeah. a d20. Uh, can I have a d20? Oh, 17. 10. Uh, well, for initiative... Uh, yeah, oh, add your 10. initiative yeah, bonus. 10. Wait, what's yours? Um, I have zero bonus, so it's ten. Oh, okay. Nineteen. Okay. Good dice you got there, man. Good dice. All right. You see, entering the end of the tunnel appears to be Trunket. He is a three-foot-tall... No, uh, no, wait, kobold. Which you fought plenty of kobolds before. He has a Damn short right. sword, and he's just like, I'm come. They sent me to come bring you! We start backing out. Like the way you came, yeah. Don't resist. You're, it's your follow goal. us. Follow us. Uh, can we back out, like, uh, and just like wait, like right outside the hole, like, like on, on your one, end yeah, of it? Yeah, like just one on each side, <laughs> and get ready to grab him as soon as he sticks his head out. Okay, so you guys exit the hole, and you're on each side of the hole. Yeah. Nobody I'm come- kind of snickering. Nope. Shut up, man. Shut up. Sorry, this is just so fun. We're no. totally gonna fucking get him. Nobody comes out. What was it? Uh, Trunk it. <laughs> I'm smarter than this. <laughs> I know that you're on either side of the entrance of this hole, and you're going to get me. No, Trunk you've got to see this. Dude. It's a surprise. Yeah, it's great. I got. I like surprises, though. I got to ask the big boss. Hold on. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't want to tell him yet. Just. It's not for him. See this first, then we'll let him know. Oh well. Plus, wouldn't you rather go back to tell him what it was? No. No. I, I think uh, the big boss told me what to do. I need to do it. You're not he persuading to, me very well. He told well. you to come and get us. You are not persma- persuading me well. I'm going to go get the boss. Wait. And we will all come in. We will <laughs> all I, f- figure a plan. Can I make a uh, persuasion check? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to roll and I'm like, no, listen. This is the coolest thing. You will shit yourself. It's I know that the, there's a gelatinous cube in there. I, I, we've uh, 18. Well, is it really cool? No, it's super cool. Oh, can you compare it to something that's cool that my cobalt mind might actually comprehend? I mean, think about, like, jet skiing. Can what's, I take a What's m- a jet? Can I take a move? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the combat has ended. Yeah. So. Okay, well, I, I, I moved to stand in front of the hole uh-huh. facing uh, Turkle. Uh, Trunket. Trunket. And uh, I pull out a compact mm-hmm. and start uh, applying powder to my cheeks. Okay. Trunk it. It's a surprise. It's your friends Karen and Steve. 
I'm not sure if I know you, but you, I, we're friends. He, the, your friends kind of sold me on the surprise. And but. the word friends kind of comes out of my mouth like the caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland. Does it start like toward him? Does it start like echoing? Like yeah. friends, friends, yes, friends, friends. He kind of. You can't really see him, but <laughs> I you kind of see this animated so bad. You can't see him because he's in the cave, but you can. You picturing him being like, wow. So roll two d twenties. And give me the higher number. Five. Nope. Nineteen. Oh. Is that you, Karen? Of course it's me, Trunkle. It's, is that you with the other one? Hey, Steve. It's Steve. Oh. <laughs> I love that you put on a human voice when you're Steve. Hi there. I'm Steve. I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Okay. How, do right. want, how do you want to do with this, Karen? This, this, this no, this. what you should do, you should convince Big Boss to come out, too. And tell him that he's got to see this, and just like you know, just let him know that this is the coolest thing. Go ahead and bring him right now. Sure, too. thanks, hey, Steve. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trunket scurries through through the cave, the tunnel, and you can kind of hear him to go, "Big Boss, Big Boss, Karen and Steve are awesome. They brought a surprise. It's like a birthday surprise. They're requesting you." He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> there, there is no Karen and Steve. And then Trunket responds, no, seriously, it's fucking them. I know it's them. I, they're my friends. Like, I, I was leery at first, but then like this, I just, I got, I'm coming. And you like, let's go, follow. And you hear Trunket scutter through. And then you, you hear Big Boss like sigh and be like, what's this about? Um, can, I'm like, having a hard time containing my giggle. Can Nathan and I be on other sides of the hole with giant mallets? <laughs> Just wait. Um, no, when when um, you know, when, uh, when Trunket Trunkle Trunket when Trunket comes back, yeah, and and Big Boss comes out, yeah, then we tell Trunket jump him, and then we'll all jump him at one time. Sure thing, Steve. Awesome. <laughs> Guys, I'm coming. I'm bringing the boss. I think. Sweet. Sweet. He just mm. pops out weapons sheets. He's like, guys, here I am. Just I'm going to high, high five him as soon as he pops out. Oh, Steve. Bam. I that's, slap him on the ass. That's so us. <laughs> Karen, <laughs> you, you snacky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the so surprise? Just Trunkle comes out? Yeah. Oh, oh. No, we'll show you as soon as Big Boss comes out, too. Big yeah. Boss, Big Boss, Karen and Steve, big surprise. It's like our birthday. I don't know what's gotten into you, Trunket, says Big Boss. Uh, I you, go get them. I told you to get them and bring them to me. This is Boss yelling down yeah, through oh. the. He's ha, you can hear him. He's in the tunnel. Oh, okay, yeah. Trunket just Big <sighs> Boss. It's me, Karen. I don't know a Karen. That was Trunket who knew a Karen and a Steve. Well, Trunket said any friend of his is a friend of ours. I did say that, says Trunket. <laughs> Big Boss, come on, man! You got to come in here. And Big Boss says, "I really, I'm really just Trunket. I'm the boss. These might be your friends, but you need to bring them, like I asked you to do. Big I'm your cobalt, Big Boss. Big Boss, it's Steve. Yes, Steve. <laughs> you <laughs> listen. You've got to check this out. We don't want to spoil the surprise. Come on out. You you will flip. You won't this believe it. Give me a persuasion. Thing that has ever happened. Uh, Thirteen. I don't. Th- I think you're fucking crazy. I'm not going to come out. I know that you killed the gelatinous In the middle of cube. him talking, I 
I spin back in front of the hole facing Big Boss and pull up my compact. And I started playing lipstick. Big Boss, it's me, Karen, and Steve. Roll again. It's a surprise. Is that a cantrip that I gave him? Yep. That a, okay. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Trunk it. Use your sword and hit them. They're not your friends. I'm pretty sure that they're... They they murdered they murdered the gelatinous cube. That means they are a formidable foe. No, no, we didn't. Did you guys kill the gelatinous cube? No, that wasn't us. Wait, we just. But do you think Karen? Do you think Steve? That's not could that's, ever kill a gelatinous. Not cube? my Steve. Not my Karen. No, that's not how Steve and Karen roll. Oh man, man, I um. So you know who I think might have killed that gelatinous cube? Who? I think that's not really Big Boss. What? I don't think that's Big Boss. He looks like Big Boss. You yeah, look I know. just like you look like Steve. But I think it might be a doppelganger impersonating oh, Big Boss. I don't know what that word means. I'm a kobold. <laughs> it's like a bad shape shifting evil dude who took Big Boss over. How far into the tunnel is Big Boss? Probably halfway. Which, how, like, would it be a quick exit back the other way for him? Yeah, he's much shorter than to... you. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he he so. can pretty much pretty much stand up okay. and, like, run through the tunnel. Listen, man, that's not Big Boss. Big Boss has been replaced. Are you saying that, that, that that's a Big Boss made out of no, clay? No, that's a monster. It's a monster? He's a monster, like... and he's going to destroy everything you love. What's he made of? Uh, I'm just... I'm shape-shifting now, flesh? I'm now leaned up against the wall of the cave with one hand under my chin, just like looking on and awe <laughs> at what Karis is doing. No, you need to stop him now before he destroys everything you love. I think you're right. Go I go back right. in there, play cool, and then as soon as you get up to him, you need to stab him right in the face. Go get him, Turkus. Oh my god. Be you can hero. do it. Oh you can god. do it. You can save all the other kobolds. How many other kobolds are there? Uh, there's me and three others. Okay. Yes. You me, can save you boss, and the other two. Alabaster, and the one I don't know because I just met him. Oh, okay. Where, yeah. Transfer? Huh? Transfer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got this. I got this. I'm going to save. You got this. I'm going to save the kobolds. You. I'll save you, my friends. Turkle. Yep, and I'll save the real big boss. Yeah, that's most important. Hey, after after I kill the kill the the doppel 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 uh, will you guys help me find the big boss? Yes, absolutely, okay. definitely. Okay. Really, why we're here? You guys are the best. No, then, you know what, Turkle, you the real MVP. I don't know letters. I'm a kobold. That's fine. So high he, five. Bam! He high fives and bur- jumps into the tunnel, and then pops back out and looks at you guys. You guys are the best. And then runs through the tunnel. <laughs> you hear Big Boss be like, what are, what has come over you? And, uh, you hear the sound of Big Bald screaming and then, and, and trunk, trunk it saying, you are not the Big Boss! And sword attacks and sword attacks going on. So, let me roll a few dice. Nice. Okay. Okay. You hear the sound of uh, of Trunket screaming as a sword slashes him and the big boss screaming, What has come over you? What has come over you? I was actually starting to like Trunkle. Trunket. Trunket. Whatever. Uh, moments later, a bleeding Trunket drags himself through the hole. The topple ganger got me. 
He got me. He looked like the boss. Trunk, are you okay? He got me good. He sorted me in the stomach. And he has a big sword wound in the stomach. What are, what are these creatures called? Kobolds. Kobolds. They're like dragon dog men. Okay. How much longer do we have on the friend spell? Probably like a, mi- like a minute. Okay. It's probably not worth keeping him around no. unless you want to keep topping him off with friend spells over and over nah, again. Nah, he's pretty But it never hurt. said how often you can cast that spell. Yeah. I would assume every... Not very. Not you can't. Keep well, him. I know that. It, like, I think after it wears off, he's immediately distrustful of you, and any subsequent checks are going to be tougher. Much, so. much harder. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to like cradle Trunket in my arms as he dies. Steve, Trunket, you were, you were so brave. Trunket, you should yell to the others and let them know about the doppelganger who's trying to kill you all. Alabaster, other kobold. That's not the big boss. That's a doppelopple. Get him. Get him. Kill him. Who are you guys? What the fuck? What the fuck is going on? And then he tries to scratch at you, but it, you're wearing pl- really oh, heavy so armor. It's just worn off. Yeah, and you're you're pretty much cradling him. Yeah, uh, it's I, worn I, off. Okay, I'm gonna snap his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Roll. Uh, yeah, you snap his neck because okay. because he's you're holding him prone. Yeah, so I just snap his neck and then I just pet his head <laughs> slowly as his life expires. You did good, Kurt. You did good, Turkle. Steve, I want to remember you. You will. <laughs> I'll always remember you. You hear from the cave from the little a cave entrance. Oh, fuck's going on in there? Trunket. You kill Trunket? Trunket's dead and you killed him, fake big boss. I'm the real big boss. I don't know what a doppel is. Alabaster, other guy, Turkle's dead. Big boss killed him. He's not the real big boss. I think he's the big boss, says one of the kobolds. Yeah, you'd think that, but no, totally not the big boss. We've got a dead Turkit down here that says otherwise. Trunket. Yeah, him. I've seen the big boss's special mark. It's the big boss. Big boss killed Trunket. Are you going to let that stand? Trunket tried to kill Big Boss. No, no, that's totally not what happened at all. That's what I heard. Boss, what happened? No. Boss yells out from... Trunket came after me. They are with... They, are, they have witchcraft magic. No, no, They no, poisoned no, no, Trunket's no. mind. Stephen Karen. You guys know us. I don't know a Stephen Karen is <sighs> the Big Boss. You know, we spent all that time hanging out, you know... Do I have... Am I, if I get in the cave, uh, the, the, the hole, am I, like, crawling? Yeah. Okay. You're, yeah, basically. Okay. okay. You guys should come out here. There's something awesome you need to see. I'm not falling for that, says the boss. Hey, uh, hey, big boss. Yes. Remember that thing you just said about uh, us having witchcraft? Yeah. And I spin in a really cool-looking move and get in the hole on, on, on all fours. And I put my palms up from the bottom and start scooting forward and go, that may be the first thing you've ever been right about. And start uh, throwing Witch Bolt at him (laughs) as I'm shimmying towards him. Okay, this happens a little differently because the the entrance is curvy. Oh, when did that happen? He described it as curvy originally. Did he really? But so what happens is you start crawling through the curvy tunnel. While saying this, but also pausing to be like, ah, God damn it! I want to like like John McClane going through like the yeah. The air Come dust. out to the veil, yeah. have a few laughs, and when you get to a, a straight enough away of him, 
Is Big Boss's name Clay? It's just Big <laughs> Roll for uh, roll, roll your d20 and give me your range a modifier. What's a range modifier? Uh, would be your spell DC. Or uh, is it? Look on your spell sheet. Uh, spell attack bonus. Oh, did I give him that paper? I don't think no, I gave him that paper. Because I didn't think he would need it. Oh. I think it's like 14. It's probably plus 5, I would guess. I didn't write it down. Uh, what's he's sorcerer? So it's level what's, two. What's his charisma? What's your charisma modifier? Plus three. Uh, plus his proficiency. So that'd be plus five. Plus five. So okay. what do you roll? Thirteen. Eighteen. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that works. <laughs> you hit the fuck out of him with the witch bolt from like two feet away because you just somehow was like, you know, witchcraft. Whatever you said, <laughs> witch bolt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a lot cooler the way I put it, but sure. Roll for damage. Is that 20? Yeah. Three. No, not a 20. I'm oh. sorry. It's on your... I wrote it on your character... Oh. On your thing. What's it under? Uh, let me see real quick. No, I wrote it on the piece of paper one. Oh, uh, 1d12. Yeah, 1d12. Sorry. So roll 1d12. All right, you hear the sound of like electric. Well, electricity fires from your hands and hits him straight in the face. Somehow he just—he didn't even see you coming up the cave, or like he didn't react to you at all. And Probably you, the kilt. Two feet away, you just kind of go with electricity, and he starts screaming in pain, screaming to the kobolds, "Help me!" Ah! Kind of like at the end of uh, Star Wars. Anytime somebody's getting force lightning in Star Wars, how they're screaming but also talking. Can we like see a skeleton? Like, yep. You know, inside, like you an see 80s parts movie. of a skeleton, yeah. like yeah, like a movie. And he's he's roasting. Still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. So let's roll initiative now again. I, I'm still in the back room. Yep. Okay. Uh, eighteen. Oh, roll a twenty oh. for initiative to see who goes first in combat. That's a twelve. No. Oh. Sure. While this is going on, we'll be like, your initiative Big moment. Boss, Big Boss, come in here. you got to check this out. I'm being electrocuted. It's Steve. One day I'm going to remember, remember where these things are. Oh, uh, 16. Okay. So the same order that it was in. All right. So you uh, you just used you, you just started burst blasting him. Aaron, it's your go. The tunnel is blocked by him mm-hmm. with electrocuting a cobalt. I'm going to crawl like partially into the tunnel, but while I'm doing that, I'm going to make sure to avert my eyes to the side to not get the full uh, kilt <laughs> shot. All right. Um, Big Boss continues to be electrocuted for his turn. Uh, I don't think you could probably attack when you're being no, force lightninged. I would uh, assume, right? I mean, you you could he could try, but it's severe disadvantage. Yeah, severe disadvantage. He hits. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that will do it. So, he, he being electrocuted, he raises his short sword while in a jerky motion and then swings it down on you and actually does hit for five damage. You want to keep yeah, track keep of that? Yeah, keep track of that. Which slices you in the shoulder with his short sword. Is his kilt okay? Yeah, his kilt's fine. It's behind. That's good. Uh, do you react to do you, what? What do you say when you get hit with a short sword while force lightninging a kobold? Really? <laughs> You're being electrocuted. 
Nathan, Nathan. Yeah, that Garrus. Witch Bolt is sweet. It's pretty badass, but it's not really doing as much as I'd hoped. Yeah, he fucking hit me in the shoulder with a sword. Well, well keep it up. I'm still. I, I mean, mean, it's shooting out of my hands. I'm still doing it. <laughs> okay. The other two kobolds are like, I, the big boss, big boss, and uh, you you see you see kind of behind him two kobolds show up behind big boss kobold, and they don't know what to do. Alabaster. Other guy, it's Stephen Karen. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> it's your go, Richie. You can mi- do an action or continue electrocuting him. Um, I'm gonna continue electrocuting him. All right, give me one d12 damage. Five. God damn it! He says, continuing to be electrocuted. Uh, it's your go. <laughs> I didn't really think this through, Karis. Um. <laughs> Maybe We're kind of stuck. We might need to make a tactical retreat. <laughs> Probably not the worst idea. Yeah, I'm going to start backing out and clearing room uh, for uh, for Nathan. So I'm going to go back out the uh, opening and just stand right by there, ready. Like to, uh, against the wall again? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like waiting. Like like kind of turning my head upside down and peering through to see what's going on there. All right. I. Uh... Where's the kobold's go? Oh no! Wait, the kobold already went. Right. Uh, They're now standing behind. No, he didn't go because he just. Yeah, this is a new series of turns. All right, so the the cobalt that's being electrocuted attempts to hit you again. Yeah, disadvantage maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't hit you. He swings, but he's like, oh, and can't even attack. The other two cobalts can't move and can't touch Big Boss because he's being electrocuted. Right. So they're kind of just ready and trying to figure out what the fuck to do. Okay, your go. I um transfer all the witch bolt to one hand. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, with my other hand, reach for my crossbow. Okay. And in one motion, stop doing the lightning and aim at Big Boss with the crossbow. Unfortunately, Witch Bolt requires all of your concentration for action. Well, okay, then I stop the Witch Bolt. Okay. But I've already got the crossbow drawn. Okay. So I take aim, ready to back out. Okay. And shoot. Okay. And then do you want to move arrows? Do you want to use your uh, movement action? And as soon as you shoot back out, yeah, yeah. Right, we're giving me a roll a d twenty plus your ranged modifier, which would be three. This is Dex's. Yeah, his Dex bonus is plus three. Yeah, Dex is plus two. Okay, then yeah, so plus two, twelve. Uh, it flings past him and hits the wall, like the wall of the tunnel behind him. Yeah. But he's like, how? Oh! That's awesome. That I'm not electrocuted anymore, and you missed me with the crossbow. <clears throat> Fuck you, buddy. I say as I'm backing out. You back out. Come and get us, bitch. You start backing out of the tunnel. Yeah. And I uh, get to the entrance of the tunnel. He, on the other hand, is like, "You electrocuted me and killed Trunket." Karen hits me. Don't hit me with a hammer. We didn't kill Trunket. Chases after you and tries to hit you with a sword. And. Misses. Karis is, is way more Elron Hubbard than I ever expected. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ga- trying to gaslight the cobalts. <laughs> he swings his short sword down at you, but but completely you're like whoo like that and back out of the tunnel. Uh, he runs out to the entrance of the tunnel where you guys are. Swedish fish over here. Uh, is it? And the other two cobalts do the same. So. All three of you, all five of you, are now right at the entrance of the tunnel in the gelatinous cube room. Alright, uh, is it my turn? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and take my battle axe and go straight down onto Big Boss's head. Okay. 
that that'll would be, hit. Yeah. All right. Uh, may I have one uh, d8, please? Thank you. Uh, that would be eight. Eight damage. Uh, you bring it. If cool. you want a roll box, there's a wolf man right behind Ben. Oh, okay. I'm cool. Uh, you bring it straight <clears throat> down into his head, chopping off the front of his face. See what you made us do? He, he crumples to the ground like so much broccoli. Uh, Alabaster, other guy. Turkle just killed Big Boss. <laughs> I, we're right here. <laughs> we saw that it was you. No, no, no we no, saw no. it. We saw it. We got a better fan. Stephen Karen. We I, wouldn't do that. I don't care who you are. Stephen Karen killed the Big Boss. Get him. And it's your go, Richie. Um. <laughs> So what? Where are they? Right in front of you, as fo- close. I am two kobolds, and you are you, and you are you. So, are, who are they? Are they separately coming towards us? They're right in front of you, both of them side by side. All of you exited the the, the hole at the same time, basically. <clears throat> yeah. Like right at one after another. But they were like the last thing they said was like, "Let's get them." Mm-hmm. Are they now coming towards us? They will, yeah, probably. Um, all right, I pull out my dagger and, like, kind of nonchalantly, but with purpose, mm-hmm. start walking toward the one that's walking toward me. Okay, with it. Let's out say in front that's of me. alabaster. All right, which you won't don't know which one's which because they never formally <laughs> introduce themselves to you. Richie's finding a d20. No, it says 1d4. Oh, no, you have to roll to hit him with the d20. Oh, oh. Yeah. Seven. You don't hit him. You swing, and he just kind of, like, goes like this. He, he, he like, rolls his shoulder back. Oh, 11. Oh, you still miss. Okay. Yeah. Oop. Uh, Kobolds go. The one you just swung a dag... Wait. Your go. No, I just went. Uh, then he but, went, and then it's Kobolds. Okay, Kobolds go. The one that you just swung a dagger at tries to rear up with his big old short sword and big old short sword, <laughs> his short old short sword, and swings it at you, Richie, with much anger. Well, I moved out of the way. He hits for four damage, slicing you good on the other shoulder. Potato, no! Your other shoulder. This isn't how this is supposed to happen. <laughs> uh, to Aaron. Uh, I'm gonna. So there's one engaged with uh, Richie. Richie, and, and the other one, one is pretty like, much, pretty much looking at me. Um, uh, hold on, kill some time for a sec. I want to look up a spell. Cobalt, right? I um. I know, man. I turn my back to the cobalt that just attacked me, and flip up the back of my kilt, mooning him. <laughs> That's so uncalled for. Fuck you, buddy. Go Where's your tail? Point. My tail. I have a little tail, and he shows you his little tail. It's like it's like that long. It's like draconically. It's like lizard looking. That's really gross, dude. It's not gross. It's normal. That's how I keep balance. That's how I can do this kind of thing. And he like hops up and down three times. That's how I balance. This sucks. I can't do anything. Oh, well, we can talk. <laughs> I can see your friend is busy. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just swing with my battle axe to the, uh, <laughs> the one that's not occupied. Uh, 16 plus 5. It'll hit. And 1d8. Uh, that would be 5. 
To the one that isn't attacking him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you swing your battle axe, uh, catching him right on the front of the chest, leaving like a three-inch divot in the center of in his chest. Blood shoots out and he screams a small creature scream, but stands looking quite angry and bloody. What was your name again? I'm the other one. <laughs> yeah, but what was your name? You need not know my name. I'm just being polite. My name's Karen. I'm Steve. It's nice to meet you. That's what nice. That's what polite people do. They introduce each. Polite themselves. people don't hit people with battle axes. Then let's just or stop, kill their big boss. Let's stop we all didn't this. Start this. Let's stop all this foolishness. Then let's be friends. No, he hit me with an axe. What a weird turn is it? Huh? Oh, Cobalt's <laughs> go. It's your go. Okay. Um. Wait. Wait. Ye- wait. You just went. So therefore, it's Richie's go. Yeah. Richie's go. Then Cobalt's then. <clears throat> yep. I as become has become common in this episode. Turn back, put I put my ass away, and turn back to face Alabaster with my compact out, <laughs> where I begin applying eyeshadow. It's not going to work. It's going to be combat. incredibly hard in combat. In combat. Oh. You yeah. have to roll higher than the dice can go because you're already there's no level of convincing after you just killed his yeah. big boss. Okay, then in that case, I hit him with a fireball. <laughs> All right. Roll to see if you hit him. Shit. One. Yep. You uh, you sh- try to throw your firebolt, but something goes horribly wrong, and you kind of go like this. <sighs> Karis, I don't think I got it no more. But, like, the flames kind of... Okay, man, it's just a temporary, like, you know, rut. You'll, you'll get out of it. It's okay. Oh, it would be nice to happen soon. <laughs> the flames kick back at you and burn the front of, burn the front of your robes, ow, dealing ow, you ow. two damage. Damn it. Potato. Um, Cobalt's go? Cobalt's go. Uh, the one that was jumping up and down, uh, showing you that he's really good at balancing Alabaster, uh, he sees you try to throw a fireball ball, ball thing at him and just burn yourself, and he laughs. Oh. And then he comes at you with an axe, with, with his short sword. And misses. Because in your 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 frenzy to try to put yourself out and get the get the ashes off of you, you inadvertently dodge his short sword. Nice. Yeah. Hey, man, it's not funny. It's funny. No, it's not. It's funny. The big man burned himself. He has no tail. I've seen his bottom. The, the, these kobolds are dicks. I think we should kill him some more. We should kill you more for being no. dicks, says the other one, and swings his We were sword. trying to be friends. He misses Aaron. He this misses could have been, This could have been resolved peacefully. I'm going to swing my battle axe while saying this. Uh, 16. That'll hit. Uh, 10. Alright, uh, the one that you, like, left a, uh, a nice axe wound in the chest of? The other one. Yeah, oh, wait, which one are you swinging at? The other one. Okay. Not Alabaster. Not the one Richie's in The one that you're the in one I damaged last Okay, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, you swing the axe at him and chop off one of his arms. Aww, And yeah. it drops to the ground and he starts screaming bloody murder as blood shoots out of his arm, coating his friend. That's what you get! I spit at Alabaster. Is that your go? Is that oh, oh. No, is you, can, my... you can if, as a free action if you want to spit on him. Okay, yeah. You spit on him? Yeah, I do. Disrespectful. Damn right. <laughs> Um, is it on me? Yep. Okay. I uh, reach out to grab Alabaster 
by the sides of his head mm-hmm. as I perform poison spray. You don't have to grab him. You can just throw it at him. I I wanted to, I want to I want to feel it as he dissolves. Okay. <laughs> well, it's poison. It's not acid. Oh yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, in that case, I do a, a more flowery like uh, Doctor Orpheus style stance <laughs> with my palms facing toward him. Okay. Motherfucker! Damn. You rolled a one? I did. <laughs> I did. You try to fling acid from your hands, but, uh... Why didn't you let me try this d12? I told you three times. Wait, did you roll a d... Oh, that's a d20. You did roll the right d right, d20, so... You, uh, doing the same thing, you just flick acid on yourself for another two damage. <laughs> and it, it burns the... It burns the entire chest off of your robe. It's poison. Oh, poison? Yeah. You poison yourself for two damage. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the front of your robe... No, you know what, it's acid. <laughs> the front of your robes are now poison. Or poisoned, so... So, the, and I hug Alabaster. What color are your robes? <laughs> uh, the the ones on this journey are like an indigo. Now they're black. Okay. From poison. Because they're just... The poison's black in my mind. Well, it's slimming. <laughs> to, uh... To cobalt. Am I still alive? I've taken some damage. You're good. Uh, the the one who just watched you throw acid on yourself can't stop laughing. Like he's just, oh my god, oh my god, you're not very good at this. Oh good, yeah, I'm the Jerry Lewis of the Veil. And uh, he's he, a combination of him laughing and you trying to get poison off of you after having just burned yourself. You dodge his attack. So it's to Aaron. Oh wait, to the other kobold. Who is attacking Aaron? Who now is missing an arm and screaming while his friend laughs? Is he missing the arm with uh, his weapon? No, but with the weapon arm, he tries to swing at you. But the loss of blood is affecting him, and it has no force behind it. Okay, um, I'm going to attack him one more time. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, here I'm using a dice box. What I get? Eleven. Fifteen. That'll hit. Okay. Uh, five. Alright, and what were you doing? Oh, battle axe. Okay. You swing the battle axe down and chop his head. You just, it sticks straight in his kobold head. Nice. And that's it. Um, I want to use my war priest ability where I get one additional weapon attack as a bonus. Alright. And I'm going to attack the other kobold. The laughing one? Alabaster, yeah. Uh, 18. You'll hit. And five. All right, Alabaster cackling with laughter after Nathan Potato. Stop laughing at my friend. <laughs> he shuts up, turns to see who yelled at him, and gets met with an axe to the chest. Yeah, blood squirts out, and, and, and laughing time is over. Oh. He says. He uh, specifically says that <laughs> laughing, laughing time is over. <laughs> to Richie, uh, I'm very frustrated. And feeling pretty weak right now, too. Very. Um, so I um, I actually slump down okay. against the corner of the cave mm-hmm. and kind of slide down and, like, pull my knees up to my chest. Oh, no, PST. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm not good enough. I just don't got it no more. That's not true. That's not a true potato friend. In, in an attempt to lure Alabaster closer to me. 
Oh, okay. So you use that action to move to the other side of the room in a corner and just be like, and start self-doubting yourself? Yes, yes. All right, you do that, and then he, having just been hit in the chest with an axe, he sees you skirting away. He's like, you won't run from me! And then he runs towards you. Well, were you going to take an action? Or were you going to hold an action for any point, or what? Uh, I was going to take an action. Oh, what was your action? Uh, once he got close enough, I was going to spring to my feet and grab him with shocking grasp. Okay, you can try to do that. Okay. You don't even have to spring to your feet. If you're on the ground, you can just reach forward and try to grab him. That's more extravagant if oh, I okay. spring to my feet. That was the whole point of Yeah, it. stop restricting him. <laughs> All right, man. Roll to see Studi- if you- Fucking studio notes, man. <laughs> Roll to see if you can. I can't. Well, who are we kidding? <laughs> this is how the Fantastic Four movie did. Eight. Eight. Uh, he, he runs towards you. And you try to grab him, and he just kind of... Does the plus five a... a no, yeah, wait. No. For That's for strength, for grabbing. Oh, yeah. You, you, if It's like a standard attack roll. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Was, was shocking grasp. I'm assuming because you actually have to grab him, which would be strength and athletics. Hold on. What, what page is shocking grasp? I don't know. I didn't write that down. I should have. I got it. But since it's a spell, it may allow you to add your uh, spell ability. So before all this is happening, while he's looking that up, he's like... What are you? What are you doing? I'm just really sad, Alabaster. Why? Why well, we just we we tried to be friends. We tried to warn you about the fake big boss. Steve was. It's a melee spell attack, so I have the plus five. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, eight plus five is thirteen. You still miss now. Damn it. Yeah. You try to spring at him, and he dodges, and he's like, you, "I stop trying to convince <laughs> me you're my friends." You are not kobolds, and you killed the boss, and probably trunk it. Alabaster, Alabaster. What? It's Steve. God damn all of you. And Karen. And he tries to attack uh, Richie, who who is chasing into a corner. And misses. Because you sprung to your feet and grabbed him, he recoiled with an attack, and you rolled out of the way. To Aaron. I'm going to scream, raise my battle axe, and yell, Stop making my friend self-doubt! And swing it at him. Ah, uh, shit. Eight? Nope. You now, swing now, it over his head, forgetting that he's only three feet tall. I, I'm Now I'm going to, like, collapse on the other side of the cavern. And just <laughs> <laughs> knees to my chest. Dude, I'm, lit- I'm literally going to do that. Yeah, I was like, man... I- I thought I had this. I thought I had this. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> that means it goes to Richie. <laughs> you are you are perplexing adventurers. Where where is he in relation? No, to we're Stephen and Karen. To you. Okay. We've told you a thousand times. <laughs> He's a- I go to give him a big bear hug and say we should why don't let's put down arms and just be friends alabaster uh, but I'm attempting shop at shocking grass I try to grab him to hug him instead of 20 20 yep plus 5 <laughs> 9 you grab him in a hug but he just slips out from under you God damn it you can still move if you want to um since you were so close to him yeah, I, just, I move over toward Karis. Okay. You just, like, sit down on the wall yeah. next to me. And, yeah. like, so you're both just sitting down, like, I, just when, he, when he, like, comes over, I just, like, turn and give him a big <laughs> hug. Yeah. And just start sobbing. 
What what happened, Karis? I don't know. We were doing great. We killed like the Minotaur skeleton guys and Jello. You have a dragon. I just don't know what's going on. Oh no, that was the other guy. I just don't know what's going on anymore. I just want to kill these guys. Fuck! Fuck this! I'm out. (laughs) I'm gone. I mean, I don't have a boss. I'm done. You guys are crazy. And I might have won, I might have killed you both, you might have killed me, we'll never know now, okay? Let's just, you got, you can go in through the tunnel, see the rest of the Minotaur Mages thing, just, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go and find a new thing. Okay, cool, Alabaster, I'll check you later. Thanks, buddy. We yeah. <laughs> we both stand up and just shake it off. He just shakes his, what the f- fucking assholes and he just he sheaths his sword and walks out the entrance that he, you guys initially came in later buddy fuck you <laughs> and you hear like the the, the secret door slide open and the, the secret door to the, to this hilarious slides open and you hear him just mumbling and just, god what the fuck happened Potato, that totally fucking worked. I can't believe we pulled it off. We're amazing. I gotta be honest, I'm not really sure what happened. We are the best. (laughs) We are pretty damn good. We are, we, we rock. Okay, let's go in uh, through the little cavern and see what the cobalts were going at. Is that what you guys want to do? Yeah. Yeah. How late are we uh, going? We're about 210 right now. Okay. We can do another 20 minutes or so. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. As long as we don't go over four hours. (laughs) Okay. How, how are you, like, with your spell slots still available? Um, I still have one Witch Bolt and uh, two Chromatic Orbs. Okay, what do the Chromatic Orbs do again? Uh, it's Fire, Lightning, Acid, or Cold. Oh, yeah. I want. yeah. Okay. Is and it an orb that you, like, throw in the it's room? Like a fi- it's like a Hadouken. Okay. Yep. Um, Alright, so, you search, do you search the Cobalt Bodies? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You Thank find you. five gold pieces and a dead scorpion. I want to keep the dead scorpion. It's it, the dead scorpion is tied to a little piece of rope, as though it's some sort of luck charm. I'm gonna make a necklace. Um. Okay. So you enter. I'm gonna remember Turkle forever with this. Which who who had the scorpion? Hmm. Who had the alabaster scorpion? or the other guy? Oh, alabaster. Oh, it had left. To be alabaster. oh okay. I'm gonna remember alabaster forever with this. Or, or the other guy. Alabaster just no, left. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, so Trunket Trunket. Died. Okay. Did Trunket have the scorpion? Yes. Okay. All right, this, this is my memory of Trunket forever. I'm going to I think gonna, that's really I'm going to keep this scorpion and wear it for the rest of my life. I think that's really nice of you. Kevin. I know. He was he was a good friend. He was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. And it makes me wish the friends thing wasn't just a spell with that one. You know, we should uh, look him up later and uh, uh like hang out. He he's dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did that. Yeah. Shit. Uh, you broke his no, neck. Uh, it was a mercy killing. At the end of the hallway, you see a couple torches in the room illuminating He had it. a certain naive charm, but no real muscle. I liked Trunket, yes. <laughs> uh, like the area was is littered with trash and bones. In the room were, were sm- four small kobolds. Uh, that's it. And uh, you see a, a room. And... In the room, it is pretty much empty except for it used to have kobolds in it and a door. Right you know what would be really and that's it. Really handy with D and D. What an overhead projector. Yeah, there, there are people who have actually done setups like that where they'll that have like awesome. a, an HD TV like laying flat, right? Uh, where and they just uh, like they have programs that allow you to like set up maps. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, play that. People have done, like, where they have the overhead projector and it's, like, beaming down, like, on a grid. So right. The, the, That's a good it's idea. It's really neat, yeah. They're, people have gotten uh, pretty fancy. Uh, so we've looked at nothing. Uh, nothing except trash and cobalt trash. Yeah, nothing. There are no other openings? Or? Oh, there's a door in the room, yeah. Okay. Uh, One door. Is it, like, a fancy door like the other ones? It looked like all the other doors, yeah. Okay. As, as all the other doors in this dungeon. I'm going to go up to the door, kind of put my ear uh, up to it and see if I can hear anything on the other side. No, just like a couple drips of water every so often. Karis, does it sound like a door? It sounds like a door. Do you guys open it? I mean, I'm no expert. Uh, I want to check for traps. Uh, 19. You don't s- notice any traps. You don't snotice. No, you, know, you see no but traps. But do we notice I don't any? Edward Snowden you n- any neither snotice nor notice. Uh, let's crack it open and take a peek. See what we see. You open the door and see a thirty-foot hallway with another door at the end of it. <sighs> nothing. Uh, another fancy door. Right. Uh, nothing in the hallway. No murals or tapestry. nothing. Just nothing. a hallway that's kind of wet and dark and a little bit of dripping water. No, uh, are there, there these torches people... on the wall? No, not in this room. Um, does, do you have a light source? You have a light rock, I think. Yeah, I'll give. I, I'll, if not, I'll cantrip him a light rock. Yeah, uh, I remember when you first came in, you had a light rock yeah. or something. Same thing. I'm gonna listen to the door, see if I hear anything. Check for traps. Uh, eleven. Karis, these people really need a decorator. Yeah, this is really kind of so drab. boring. You know, here. for the Minotaur Mages tomb, I would think, you know, a little more fancy. Yeah, it's I just mean, the rooms, doors are great. The doors are fantastic, yeah. but it's just rooms and hallways filled with nothing. It's just so much wasted space, you know. You get a decorator in here, you know. Please. They can do a lot. Uh, maybe punch some holes in the ceiling, get some natural light. That would be nice. Yeah, you, know. I, you know, I wonder who owns this. What, the, ca- the cave that you're yeah. in? Yeah. The Minotaur Mage. The right? dungeon. Yeah, Woody's dead. So, yeah, but it's a tomb. Yeah. With kobolds in it. I mean, you know, we could really fix this place up. You know, maybe rent it out as kind of like a bed and breakfast or, you know, like for goat herders. You know, it'll be an exclusive luxury resort for the goat herders. They can store their uh, goats in the cave and then we, you know, maybe uh, friend some more kobolds. Maybe you'll have it like a work. spa. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm in. Yeah. Let's let's put a pin in that and come back to it. Please, yeah, What's, definitely. Uh, I, I'm going to listen at the other door at the end of the hallway. Uh, check it. Nothing. Blah blah blah. You hear the pops of, uh, of of small fires, like the little, like kind of hear the pops of torches. Like if like if you were hanging around a bunch of tiki torches, mm-hmm. and you hear uh, the occasional like footsteps, like feet scraping across across concrete, and a, a, a few sounds every so often of like. Rawr. Sounds like scrolls to me, Karis. <laughs> uh, do we want to get into another combat? Do we want to chill out, or what do, you, what do you want to do? Do we want to go? Forward? I'm good for another fight. Okay, um, are you? What's his health? Before we do that, I'm going to cast Cure uh, Wounds <clears throat> on him. Okay, uh, he's at five. So five health. Yeah. Uh, 1d8 plus my spellcasting ability, 3, that would be uh, 6 uh, right. healed. So you are up to 11, sir. You um, feel much better. I feel really good, Karis. You don't feel maximum, but you you definitely felt, uh, you get in a second wind. Yeah, let's do this. Um, let's take know, out this shuffling bastard. I'm going to go ahead and do another one. Oh, you're going to give him another? Yeah, I think I'll give him another. That'll leave me one spell left. And then I guess after this fight, we'll assume we can rest. 
Uh, you get uh, He's full back, health. So you're full health. Eight you know, Karis, I don't uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm uh, feeling feeling kind of invincible. You earned this. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you earned this, pal. What do you do? Uh, let's. You ready? <clears throat> I'm ready to go, babe. Let's go ahead and creak open the door and see what we see. You open the door and you kind of creak it open and push it open. Do you like walk in or do you look in? Just look in. You look into the. You look in the room. Uh, the room opens to reveal an eight-sided room with doors at each of the cardinal points. So, like that room. Um. As with the first large chamber, this one is... L- Fuck, there are eight doors? No, four doors. Oh, it's four an eight-sided okay. room. Okay, gotcha. Basically, it connects North, to south, where this yeah. one would have. You can pretty much assume. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so there's one south, one north, east and west. We came out of the, the east door. Right. right. Okay. As with the first large chamber, <laughs> this one has a large lit dome depicting a mural of numerous humanoids building great towers. There is a large monument made of blue stone in the center of the room. Over the eastern door is another portrait of a tall human. Of more pressing concern, a dozen kobolds are just hanging out in the middle of the room. They haven't quite noticed you yet. I slowly... Shut the door! Slowly (laughs) creak the door back closed (laughs) over top of Karis's... Like, he's in front of me, and I just kind of slowly, like... Um. Yeah, I'm gonna back out of the door <laughs> and close it. Okay. Uh, so, hmm, I don't know if we can take twelve. I'm pretty sure we can't right now. Yeah, we need to. Uh, I mean, we had a hard enough time with four. We we may need to camp for the night <laughs> to be if we want to survive this. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, there's no damn way. Uh, not a chance at hell. Um, but you know what? I think we can do between. Uh, How the fuck are we going to take on twelve? I, I think that we can go back. Maybe we can camp for the night. And we can discuss strategies on how we can take out twelve. Kobolds. Okay, if you got some idea, yeah. I'm um, not feeling too confident about it. Do you guys go back to the Minotaur Bone Room? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to set up camp and. <clears throat> um, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we have uh, that might be for next episode. Yeah, that's up to you. Uh, I mean, we'll whatever. I'm down to play for another twenty, thirty minutes. Um, well, do we want to do a long rest in game and recharge? <clears throat> so you guys go back to the Minotaur room. Yeah, you you, you walk back, so you crouch back through the tunnel, somewhat defeated uh, mentally, anyway, trying to rack your brain on how to figure out what to do. So what were the kobolds doing? Like just milling about inside that room. Yep. Um, I assume that we left like the bodies of the other ones. I'm guessing you did. Yeah. Unless you've done anything specific with them. No. Um. Do they do patrols or anything like that? I don't know. Yeah. You did sleep for eight hours once, and nobody bothered you. Yeah. No, I'm just. Oh, I'm just wondering, like how, like if we could thin that herd a bit. Oh, right. Kind of compartmentalize. Uh. Any it's ideas, too bad, Nathan? It's too bad I don't have some sort of, like, reanimation spell or potion. Because yeah. I had a great idea. Uh, yeah. How much... Oh, no, that won't work. 
What kind of spells <clears throat> do you have? Well, I've got a witch bolt. Witch bolt. You saw that. Yeah. I have a chromatic orb that's kind of cool. It can kind of take the form of whatever I want. I've got poison spray. You've seen that. And like, shocking grasp is cool when it works. Um, like for for like poison spray and chromatic orb, are those can those take out multiple targets? Po- uh, not not really. Okay. Nope. So it's just like single target. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not yeah, it's not a lot of poison. Yeah. Got a fire bolt. Is that again single target? Yeah. I'm assuming with witch bolt, I can only have maybe two targets, one for each hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just you're one. a sorcerer, so you have a two spe- that that two. Right. Spell points at the top. You can use one of those points to relearn, uh, to gain a spell back, or to change the spell. To like pick a different spell to, to have that memorized, because you can kind of shape shift your spells. You could do that anyway after a long rest. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm saying like if you wanted to pick a different spell that had yeah. multi targets, like flaming, burning hands, or something. Yeah, that might be. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you want to do something yeah. like that, I don't remember with the damage on burning hands, but. Uh, as you're discussing so add, battle add, tactics, add one burning hands. Uh, yeah, you can erase one of your level one spells, or just cross it out. Yeah, um, I haven't tried the orb yet, but the witch bolt was pretty badass. It's nice because if you hit it, you can keep doing it forever on that yeah. one target. I guess I'll get rid of the orb. Um, as you're like, so do I now have two burning hands? Uh, just one. You can have. You well, you have one, yeah. Damn, if you use your other point, does three d eight damage if it hits. Yeah, it's a lot of damage. Yeah. Um, but only to one target. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't burning hand. Burning hands goes like this. Three d six on a failed uh, dexterity save. Each creature in a fifteen foot cone. So, so I mean, you could probably get like a good chunk of yeah. cobalt. In like a fan of fire will yeah. shoot out. Um. Maybe. As you're discussing battle tactics, and Richie is doing some, or Lo- Potato is doing some sort of chanting to, dip, to memorize a different spell, the door to the exit to the gelatinous cube room opens, and you see Alabaster walk back in. <laughs> Guys, still cool, still cool, but Trunket, I, he, I, I let him borrow my lucky scorpion. I was hoping I could grab it. Unarmed. I mean, I have a sword, but I'm not. I just want to get it, and I'm gone. Like I gave it to him for good luck because he was having nightmares. Oh, you and mean this lucky scorpion. That's the one. Can I have it back, please? How would you feel about a trade? Yeah, you guys are dicks. Yeah, we are. That's my I'm mo- Steve. my mom gave me that lucky scorpion. I gave it to my friend Trunket, who you probably killed. So or convinced the big boss to kill or something. I don't care. Give me my mother's. Lucky Scorpio. So it's Alabaster. really important. To you. Yes, this yes, is, it's this important is... to me. And yes, I Al- hate all of you. Alabaster. What? It's me, Karen. I don't know you. We go way back. Apparently, we need a favor. Well, will I get my Scorpio? Yeah. What's if... the favor? What's the favor? I need for you to you know that room where there's like a dozen or so of you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could you maybe go in there and just sort of, like, tell them that the boss needs, like, six or eight of them to go out on a mission? I mean, yeah, and, like, maybe, like, you know, for, like, a day or two. Yeah, no, like, yeah, two days tops. Yeah. I mean, you want the scorpion, right? I mean, yeah, it's my... 
Yeah, I guess. I, just okay. give me the scorpion. Just give me the scorpion first. Okay. Because I'm going to tell them this. All right. First off, maybe we should do something about the bodies. I'm not helping with that. That's cool. Those we are my it. friends. That Those are totally my friends. Cool. You don't have like a gelatinous <clears throat> cube or anything. Oh, no, you don't. Wow. Can I wow. Fit? I should just leave. <laughs> it's I, just a scorpion. Can I fit the bodies <laughs> in my bag of holding? Yeah, you could. Well, let's just do that. Okay. That's so disrespectful to my people. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so friggin' disrespectful listen, to my people. Listen, Alabaster. to be perfectly honest, we don't really consider you people. Wow. Wow. Sorry, I mean... Alabaster. I'm the same as you. I'm just a dragon dog, man. You're not the same as me, pal. This wow. is Steve and Karen you're talking to. And Steve and Karen are big dicks. Big, look, big dicks. Look, hold up your end of the bargain, okay? I w- okay, here's what I'll do. I'll, I, will, I will go in there. I'll pop. You give me the scorpion first. I will go in there. I'll say, "Big boss, wants you to go do a mission and do this thing and keep him like distracted for like two days." Oh, I'm not gonna go with him. I'm just gonna tell him. Okay, that's and then fine. I'm gonna go fuck off and l- never see you guys again. It's probably for the best. All right, give me the scorpion. Okay, I'm gonna hand over the scorpion. He takes the scorpion and then he runs for the door that he entered, that he came in. Uh, like like the exit, or yeah, did he? He runs to run away. Okay. Well, what could you do? You could give chase. I run to tackle him. Okay. I'm I'm kind of like whatever. <laughs> no, I like this plan. Eighteen. Yeah, you'll tackle him. Uh, you knock him to the ground. He's like, oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, okay, I got this. Uh. You want me to do it now? Yeah, right okay, now. Be okay, a hero. Okay. He shimmies through. He walks through the friggin' corridor, all like really pissed off, like like Paul Rudd in that scene in Wet Hot American <laughs> Summer when he had to pick up his lunch tray, <laughs> making a big deal about it. And then, where are you guys? Uh, we're, we're in the bone room, right? Yeah, we're. In well, the you're in the gelatinous room. cube room, right? Right. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let, let's backtrack so that like they don't see us as yeah. they go past. So, like, maybe, like, we could go up, like, to that center room and the hallway that was blocked off by the rubble. Like, maybe we could, like, kind of, like, camp through and, like, peek out through the door. Oh, so, like, in the hallway to the Minotaur skeleton room? Yeah, like, the center one, like, up here. Like, just, like, kind of hang out in that thing so there's nothing to come from. Gotcha. And just peek out and see if it works. All right, so, you hear, kind of muffled because it's rooms away, but you hear... You hear Alabaster open the door. Guys! Big Boss needs you six, and you, you six can stay. Uh, needs you to go do a thing. He needs you to go, the goat guy, go get him. He said six or eight. I thought he knew that you go with eight when I say six or eight. You need to go, just go get the goat guy, and just, I don't know, and come, don't come back till you find him. And then you hear him slam the door, and then he comes back through the corridor, walks straight past you guys, and be like, "Peace, bitches," and then leaves. Bye, <laughs> Alabaster. Walks middle fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, m- about a minute later, you see four kobolds come marching out and leaving. Uh, just four. Mm-hmm. Man, they can't count for shit. Nope, they're kobolds. All right, I guess we'll wait until they all pass. Okay, minutes pass and nobody else leaves. Okay, that was only four, right? Yeah, so I guess we got eight. All right. Well, what you you got burning hands now? Man. Right. That's a pimp ass spell that like creates like a big cone of fire. 
As long as the guy that control me, controls me can roll more of the shit. Well, you know, you should switch dies. Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, you ready? I guess we're all set. Ready we're, as I'll ever be. Left. We're ready to go. Um, hold on. Let me check some spells while we kill some time real quick. How you guys doing? You liking your D&D game? That's fun. I'm writing numbers down on a piece of paper is what I'm currently doing. Uh, I'm just right. I'm watching both of them. Um, are, are, do, you, do you want to like head out to that hallway, like where that room was with all the kobolds in it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, when we get before we go through that door, I'm gonna cast. Um, let's see. I'm gonna cast bless on Richie. And, um, does that include me as well? Can I cast that on myself? It says up to three creatures of your choice. Yeah, that's you and him. Okay. So I'm going to cast that on us. Um, whenever the target makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to the attack roll or saving throw. So essentially, like, when you make an attack or whatever, roll a d4 and add that number on top of everything else. So okay. Hopefully For burning hands, you don't have to roll to hit it, right? Uh, hold on. Um, I think you do. Uh, no, every creature in the 15-foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw. Gotcha, okay. Or 3d6 uh, on a failed save <coughs> or half as much on a successful. So if you get them in range, you're going to do at least some damage. Okay. So you're feeling re- really good about this yeah. because you feel like his... He casted some sort of... You feel like you got like an angel on your shoulder about this situation. Yeah. That angel, Glengeddon, Silverbeard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, like you like a little cross symbol like on my head when I mention him. I roll my eyes. <laughs> but, but you feel the power. Oh, it's tingly. Glengeddon is real. Sure thing, buddy. So, okay. So we're at the door? Uh, yep. We're at the door. How long does that last? Uh, one minute, so that would be ten rounds. So gotcha. I guess ten, pretty much, hopefully the whole fight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's. I guess we'll cast that just before. And um, can we go in? And do you want to just kick in the door and start screaming? I um. Okay, uh, we're at the door. Mm-hmm. So I kick. I kick in the door, and leap in the room, <laughs> and I yell, "Gentlemen!" And then I start to sing. Well, a Scotsman clad in kilt left the bar one evening fair. One could tell by how he walked that he drunk more than his share. He stumbled round until he could no longer keep his feet. Then he stumbled off into the grass to sleep beside the street. Ring ding diddle diddle idio, <laughs> ring da diddly io. He stumbled off into the grass to sleep beside the street. And I started like dancing. I didn't know you had multi-class with a bard. <laughs> About this time, two young and lovely <laughs> girls just happened by. One says to the other They're with drawing a their weapons. in her yeah. eye. See on sleeping Scotsman so strong and handsome built. <laughs> I wonder if it's true what they don't wear beneath the kilt. Ring ding diddle diddle adio. Ring ding diddle adio. I wonder if it's true what they don't wear beneath the kilt. Um, I'm going to go ahead while this is happening. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on uh, 
Richie. Okay. I'm now da- like leaping around the perimeter of the room. And for uh, Shimmering Field appears and surrounds a creature of my choice within range, granting it a plus two bonus to AC for the duration. They crept up on that sleeping Scotsman, quiet as could be. So I have lifted one up his kills right. about an inch so they could see. Roll 20 sided And die. then there behold for them to view beneath this Scottish skirt was uh, nothing more than 20. God had graced him with upon his birth. Ring ding diddle diddle idio, ring di diddly io. What you roll? More than I got a God twenty. Had graced him with upon you roll? his birth. Eleven. All right. They he, marveled for. He a blew the element of surprise. Well, he surprised the kobolds quite well. Let's leave but a present for our friends before we move along. Just didn't notice. As a that. gift, they left a blue silk ribbon tied into a bow around the bonny star. The Scots kilted lift and show. Everybody, ring ding diddle diddle idio, ring da diddle io. Around the bonny star, the Scots kilted lift and show. Hey, what's up? I now make my way to the center. Well, no, you did that. You sang the entire song in front of a bunch of kobolds. Oh, it's not over yet. No, well, you sang all that song in front of the kobolds while dancing while he cast magic spells. Okay. The kobolds all draw... Uh, the Scotsman woke <coughs> to nature's Six of the kobolds the draw trees. their short swords. Two of them gr- pull out bow and arrows. And what he sees. Aaron's go first. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, one of the uh, uh, archers. Okay. I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. All right. And let's... Ring ding diddle diddle idio, ring da diddly io. Oh, I don't know where you've been, but I see you. Flame like radiance descends on one of the archers, and they must make successful dexterity save or take one d eight radiant damage. Okay. So I guess roll to see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you he has to make the save, dexterity save. Which one? Uh, one of the archers. It looks like he saved. No, that doesn't do shit then. Nothing happens. Your god has forsaken you, or his god was stronger. Possibly. And that would send it to Richie. I am in the middle of the room on my knees with my arms outstretched. Meanwhile, you have two archers and six kobolds with swords staring at you, ready to attack. And arms outstretched from out of both palms shoots burning hands! Oh, yep. I have to roll this die eight times now. Epic. That's a lot of the dice rolling. Okay. Um, <clears throat> five of them saved. And... Three of them did not save. Uh, so roll 3d6, and the ones that save take half damage. The others take four. Yep. It's three six-sided dies. I'm surprised you knew all the lyrics to that song. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Okay. Six. Come on. Three. Oh. So that's... Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. All right, so three of them get full damage, right? And then, uh, yeah, yeah, three of them get full damage. The other five take half. So that would be what? I guess you round down or you round up. Uh, let's say seven. Seven. All right. So, flaming fire fires from your hands as you finish singing that song yeah. by yelling, 
burning hands. I yell burning hands, and then as I start moving my hands around and raising <laughs> up from my knees, I start I yell out, There was a fire fight! Fire completely incinerates three of them. Nice. They just turn to like black soot and drop down like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Nice. The other um, five, five <laughs> are severely burned. Nice. Very much. And like, they're blistering. Their skin is blistering, and they're not feeling very good. Take it home, Karis. Uh, is it there? <clears throat> yes. Oh, I will. <laughs> yeah. Just give me a sec. Yeah, I know you will. Six, two, two six. of them come straight after Burning Hands, man. I just did a musical number, Karis. <laughs> One of them hits. Uh, he hits plus two. It is AC. Oh, what's what's your AC? My AC armor class is fifteen. So that would be... Misses. Yeah. Yep. One of them critically misses and hits himself in the foot and kills himself. (laughs) (laughs) You suck. Um, One of them actually does hit you. You said AC 17? Yeah. For one damage. (laughs) He's very, very, very hurt. He's not feeling good. I'm pretty sure that they were all impressed by the song. That's probably what it was. Poor buddy. And then the last one still goes for you because you burned him really bad. And misses. Yeah, bitches. So now there's four left. Uh, how many are archers? None of them. Oh, okay, good. Swallow that name, fuckers. It's Nathan Potato. Uh, I'm... <laughs> Swallow the potato. I'm gonna... Hey, Karis, take care of these baked potatoes. Got it. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go like around the back, like the other side of like the crowd. I guess is all focused on. Uh, right, in, all of them are right in front of him. Yeah, yeah. I'm Karis, gonna... wait. I have a better one. Back to one. Okay. Hey, Karis. Yeah. Take care of these French fries. It wasn't better. <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't right. better. Sorry. The song was good. Back to two. It was a good try. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just like b- go into the other side, attack them from behind um, with my battle axe. Ooh. It's a 7 plus 4, 11. Nope. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and War Priest bonus attack. Okay. Uh, that would be 20. Yep. Alright. Fuck you. Uh, 3. You drop one of them. Right on. You, you cut his burnt, blistery head off, and it shoots in the sky, but no blood comes out, because he was so burnt up, somehow his neck coagulated. That's nasty, yo. That's nasty. To Richie, you have three burnt kobolds standing in front of you. What's wrong with you? Um, okay. Alright, so I used one of my sorcery points. Right. I have one of those left. I have one witch bolt left. And no burning hands. Burning Um, hands is a hell of a spell. Yeah, that can (coughs) wreck some stuff. That's usually the like burning hands is usually like one of the most satisfying spells when you're going up against like goblins or kobolds or something. Yeah. More you, than one thing, yeah. Yeah, you can like incinerate five at a time. It's fantastic. I mean, I hate to be bland and do burning hands again because I could use my other sorcery. Point. I mean, you could, but we probably can mop these guys up pretty easily, okay. and we may want to save that just in case. Okay, so every every other spell I have or attack I have is only to one person, right? Right. All right. Um, and you're kind of buffed up to right now, so you're might as well enjoy the invulnerability. Uh, I fire a firebolt. Okay. And remember, add plus four. 
11, 12, 11. Did well, you add the 5 plus the 4? Oh. So 9 plus 7, 16. 16. You hit him. All right. Uh, what did I do? Fireball? 1d10, is that right? Yeah. 1d10, mm. right? No. Right. It looks like this. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Six. The firebolt knocks his head straight off. <laughs> and it flies back and hits the wall with the mural of a people building a city and just crumples like a like a like a overburnt piece of meat mm. against the wall. I turn to Karis and I wink and go, I still got it. You got it, baby. I knew you could do <laughs> you it. You still slump in the corner and be like, I don't have it. <laughs> All right, so to kobolds. Uh, there are two left. And I'll put my pen cap back on, which I shouldn't have, I guess. Uh, one of them tries to hit you again with the short sword and misses. The other one makes for the passage, or makes for the door behind you and tries to run away. Okay. He gets to the door and opens it and gets goes to gets in the hallway. Which door? The one that you came in. Oh, okay. Yeah. So to you, Aaron. Uh, is he still in sight? Mm, he's in the hallway, yeah. The door's okay. wide open. Uh, could I hit him with a spell? If you want to. Uh, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame again. Um, I guess I'll have him do a deck save. Okay. Fuck. He saves. Yep. Um, That's the one where fire shoots out of the ground, right? Uh, From out the, of the sky. sky. It, yeah, yeah. yeah, it just hits right behind him. Man, that's just not working for me today. Um, can I uh, p- pursue him? If you Even want to, if yeah. I can't take another action, I want to, like... You like, want to run him down? Yeah, run him down. Here you go. You okay. have one in front of you, and Karis <coughs> just chased the one that ran away. All right, I put my hands out in front of me to the one in front of me and perform poison spray. Okay. 18. What do you want to happen? I want... Uh, I want poison to shoot... Directly to his face, like melting his head away, like Mm -hmm. Wayne Knight in Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. Okay, poison. Oh, it's poison though. Yeah, it could be really nasty poison. Yeah, I mean, it's magic. Yeah, it's his face just starts like blistering, blistering, and like like bad poison ivy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you that happens. You sh- you, you you how do you flick it like really like yeah you flick it like you like you're like flicking very, a yo-yo like nonchalant yeah. yeah and uh poison lands on his face but all the open sores and and blisters poison just gets extra into mm. his past his topical layer of skin into the muscle and he just starts screaming and howling in pain as chunks of his flesh pop and he dies yeah. he fucking dies he's dead as shit. He's super dead. Which uh, would send it to Aaron's go. Uh, well, the, the, the other kobold's still trying to escape? Yeah, he yeah. gets uh, he gets to the, the... He runs down the thing, runs through the room, and gets to the entrance of the uh, the tunnel thing. I'm going to run him down and just be screaming after him. No, no, wait, hold up, it's Steve! With my battle axe out and try to catch up with him and take a swing. <laughs> swing. Okay. Fuck, man. Uh, that would be uh, seven. You, yeah, your battle axe catches the entrance to the, the twisty, turny little hole in the wall, and uh, he darts down it. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to be the serial killer. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I just want to leave. I just need to leave. It, I'm just going to get like more and more insane just screaming after him. It's 
Steve! He books it, man. He gets to the entrance of the uh, of the, the, the gelatinous cube room. All right. To Richie. Alright, this is now the song that Nathan Potato feels. That song? Mm-hmm. I can see that. So I, I just am smugly standing in the middle of the room with these destroyed kobolds, kobolds looking around. I, I look around the room. Uh, this is the room that has four doors, right? Yep. Alright. Um, I approach the door across from the, the from the entrance we came in. Okay. And put my ear to it. One second. Uh, you hear nothing. Alright. Uh, I'm just gonna continue running after the other couple. Swing your axe. <laughs> Steve! Fuck! <laughs> Nine. He runs to the main eight-sided room and gets to the entrance to that, which would uh, then send it to Richie. Uh, we cut back to Nathan, who's kind of dancing to himself. He's so pleased. Still listening to the door? You're just kind of like... No, dancing. he's standing in front of the door, and uh, I, I reach for the knob uh, to see if it's, it's unlocked. It is. Uh, I open the door. It's a hallway. 30-foot hallway with a door in the end. Okay. Is that going north? Uh, it's across from where yeah. we came in, so. Oh, across. Okay, so does it? Yeah, it's going this way. I guess we'll just assume that this goes around it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Just roll a high enough number on your twenty. Roll this one. This one's a better. Roll. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm again running after him like a complete maniac. Uh, from a slasher film. A Twelve. What? Yeah. Give a cigarette, good mom. Twelve. Yeah, you're gonna get him. <laughs> okay. Eight. Okay, you hit him so like you swing it, but I think he dies of fear first. <laughs> like you see him like stop running and like grab his heart, and as soon as he goes, Hurt! you cut his head off. That's so still counts. <laughs> still counts. Do you make back to uh, where uh, Nathan Potato is? Yeah, I'm gonna grab his head and just like carry it alongside. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna make my way back to Nathan Potato. Potato, I got him! I got him! Just hold it up and then just toss it behind my back. Um, Uh, What do you do now? Do you search the kobolds? Yeah, let's search the kobolds. Uh, You find roughly a hundred gold pieces in a variety of coins. You see, one of the kobolds has a non-magical ring worn... Oh, I wasn't supposed to read that. Has a non-magical ring worn on a chain around his neck. You know, this is nicer than a scorpion? Uh, the, How it, about it? If you look at the ring, it has an inscription on it in Cobaldese. And uh, if translated, you don't know because you can't translate it. If we end up in Mordor out of this shit... I don't speak Cobalt. <laughs> Somebody should speak Cobalt. Oh, I do. Do you? Mm-hmm. Do you actually speak Cobalt? Yeah. I don't think you speak Cobalt. Though you have a, you, though you could use your last spell point to conjure up the ability to uh, understand language, because that's a cantrip. I mean, in in this world, can rings be used as keys at times? Yeah, and they can also be. Well, yeah, they can be. I'm gonna hold off for okay. now, but I'm gonna keep that in mind. Uh, hey, Karis, this there's just another fucking hallway. Down here, it's a lot of hallways. Man. Oh my! Again, God. you know, it, it, not decorated. I'm guessing. 
Probably not. It's boring. I moved so to the boring. door to the one side. It doesn't matter. You choose. To the right of the door I opened. So going up, I guess. This way. Yeah. Another hallway. Checking. Wait. Maps, man. <laughs> We're this way. So that would be. You op- okay. Wait. Which door? Going north. I guess north. Do you open it? Uh, yeah. Let's peek in. Nothing. We don't hear anything. Thirty foot hallway with the door on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's try the one like on the other side, going south. Same thing. Thirty foot do- doorway. Well, uh, that one. Yeah. yeah. You open it, and that's where it connects to that room that was called. Cr- uh, oh, in. so this. Yeah, that's that's, that's one where, hallway. Okay, yeah. so we know. Okay, so yeah. Okay, got it. You're on the other side of the the door that you opened in the first room that had the right, yeah, busted yeah, down hallway. It. Okay. Um, which way do you want to go? Do you want to go west or north? Is that all the doors? Yep. Yeah. One you came in, the other one's crumpled down for the, the busted up passageway, and then you have two other doors that both have 30 um, foot hallways in them. Your call, Karis. I'm feeling pretty high. <laughs> I'm going to go... Did you see what I did back there? That was impressive. Holy I mean, you shit. were on point, man. You were Not only... Not only... You, you thought you had lost it. I know, right? I guess the magic of music brought it all back to me. Sounds completely plausible. He saved friendship with a song. I want to start dropping songs in so we can eventually release a soundtrack to Dispatch from the Weird. I'm not kidding, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, do I mean uh, how much time do we got? Uh, we got about ten minutes. Okay, uh, let's go. Let's go west. Why this not west? Uh, this this way. way. Yeah, this way. All right. Uh, you go down the thirty foot hallway and you get to a door. Uh, what do you do? Uh, well, listen. the door before you is similar to the others uh, you have seen in the tomb. However, it has a rough X scrawled in what looks like old blood across the front of the door. Usually, that's not a good sign. Yeah, in my travels, it, it hasn't worked out well. Hmm. Uh, do we hear anything on the other side of the door? Not a damn thing. I mean, we came all the way down. We may as well check it out. Let's crack open the door and take a peek. All right. I love back when we opened the door that was filled with the scrolls. Mm-hmm. Or the kobolds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just love picturing the door slowly opening and Karis's head slowly looking around. <laughs> and my head above his slowly looking around. And then the door just slowly closing nope. back. <laughs> uh. Alright. You open the door. The room is 20 feet deep by 30 feet wide. There are four large chests in the room. One to the left, two in front of you, and one to the right. The one farthest to the right has been opened and is surrounded by scorch marks on the wall and floor. Ooh. Have I been in here before? <laughs> um, yeah, we, we want to be very careful, I guess, opening any of these chests. Uh, yeah, it's a shame we don't have a thief. Uh, we'd still... Um, What are you looking at? I'm just looking up a spell for yeah. any possible encounter. What do you want to do, uh, Richie? Um, I go kind of look around the open chest. Um, it looks like if it was trapped, the trap was sprung. It's hey, kind of burnt. Hey, Karis. Yeah. This one was had a trap on it. 
Yeah, we probably should expect the other ones to as well. I bet one of them doesn't. Do you want to guess which one? No. Me either. <laughs> what do you do? Do you look uh, at the chest? That's yeah. Open? Can we can we uh, investigate the chest, uh, the other chests, I guess, and like search for traps and possibly how to can disable I? them? No, I guess I can't. What? What? Are the chests locked? Like are they locked? You, you would have to play with them to try and see. Okay, what? So I couldn't just like use my staff to like poke it, pop it open. You could try. Yeah, I, I'll try that to, with one of them. Like, stand back as far as possible from yeah. it and, like, poke it and dash back. Mm. I'll okay. try one of the two that's on the one wall in front of us. All right. So what do you try to unlatch it with your... Yeah. You see no down. locks on it, but it's got that little latch that's on a chest that, like, right, comes yeah, open yeah. for the lock. So you're trying to lift that with your, yeah, with your with thing? Yeah, my staff, yeah. Roll a d20. Me or him? Him. Okay. Ten. And what's your uh, your reflex say? What what your reflex? Dexterity. Yeah, says. give me your add. What's your add your uh, dexterity modifier to it? Twelve. Do you have proficiency with that? It'd be up under saving throws. Uh, plus two. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the you it's the moment you touch it, the whole thing like pops open with fire. Found and, another trap, Karis. <gasps> uh, you're somewhat engulfed in flames. As a uh, ten feet around the chest in a circle, just fireball, just. Poof. Are we more than ten feet away? Your staff is about six feet tall. Shit. Yeah. Ow. You take nine damage. Yeesh. You're still up. Oh, we'll, we'll grab it afterwards. You can roll this d twenty. All right. But the trap, the door's open, or the chest is open. What did I take? Nine. I took nine damage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, eight. Your turn, Karen. Is there anything in the treasure chest? Well, oh, I'll pop the head off of this damn thing. Uh, yeah, there's a fuckload in this chest. Uh, the chest you open has 200 gold pieces in it. Nice. That's it. It's just oh, filled right. with a bunch of gold. <laughs> oh, um, I guess we'll add that to our bag of holding. Yeah. Um, do we want to press our luck anymore? Because another hit like that might put you out for. Is there another door in this There's room? There's two other chests, right? Yeah. Are there other doors? Uh, no. Okay. There's a op- op- the chest you just searched, an open chest, and two locked chests. Right, I'm going to take one of the other locked chests. Okay. Uh, and how do I if I wanted to like look for traps what would I, what would that be? Because I don't... Uh, it would be Intelligence. Would it be intelligence? I'm, I'm looking to see. Persuasion? No, you can't pers- persuade a trap not to go off. Mm. If anyone could, it would be you. You put on your makeup, you're like, hey, <laughs> hey, treasure chest. Uh, Have you heard the Scotsman songs? <laughs> I, I, I would not be the best person to go for, like, intelligence, but that would be the check. Yep. Um. <sighs> Damn, I'm not really, yeah, geared towards that. Uh, but I am kind of tough. Um, hey, can I borrow your staff? Sure thing, buddy. Um, I begin lifting the front of my kilt. Fuck it, let's might as well. <laughs> I'm gonna prop open the latch on another one. Alright, roll to save. Uh, dexterity, that would be eight. Alright, so you rolled an eight? Yeah. 
uh, a fireball bursts out of the chest and uh, engor- in- encompasses you, but luckily your armor protected you from some of it. Though your armor heated up and burned you for three damage. Uh, um, what's in that chest? Hmm? 200 gold. 200 gold. Uh, I'm going to do... Go ahead, let's open up the last one. Same thing. You're the man, Karis. He's fully expecting it. Roll, yep. roll to save uh, sure. from fire. Let's just go for it. Nine. Nine? Yep, let's just eat this shit. Seven damage. Okay. Again. You, 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 you're you burnt twice. We're both at eight. Yep, we're good. <laughs> you, guess fine. what's in the chest? What's in the chest? 200, 200 gold. <laughs> hey. You know what? That's a lot of gold. Though. You know, That's a lot of gold. You think they would just get a bigger chest and put it all in one? Like yeah. one gold is uh, probably like a hundred bucks. Yeah. So I think I might buy the bar back at the Vale. <laughs> you probably could. Have we? Did we ever figure out that guy's name? I'm gonna make that fucker tell me, or he's fired. <laughs> I forgot that that was the subquest of this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's uh, a subquest to you. So, like, so far we've uh, pulled in 725 GP. Nice. Yeah. So we're doing pretty, uh, pretty tight. Is there anything else you do? Do you? Look! Look! Do you search any of those? Yeah, let me just look around. Uh, check for any secret doors, passages, any clues. Trying to give the room a once over, and also kind of avoiding leaving the room because you're both pretty burnt up. Yeah. Uh, you'd look in the first chest that was open, and upon further inspection, find a sliding compartment. Ah. Do you open the sliding compartment? With the staff. With the staff, you slide it open, and there is a ring inside. Hey. Uh, is the is there any like inscriptions or anything like that in the ring? It is a small gold ring that feels surprisingly heavy. Hmm. One wing drooled. Do you guys have any sort of figure out what magic is? Um, I, like spellcasters can't, or I think like anyone, what they can do is if you like kind of focus and meditate on an item for an hour, um, like you know, so you can do it during a short rest or something like that. You can identify what it is. Oh, okay. I. I I think that's right. Yeah. Ow. Um, well, now would be a good time to halt the game. You guys are pretty burnt up. I would imagine you guys are going to want to take a nap and get some of your shit back. Yeah. Like a short rest at least. Uh, when you are doing your short rest, the great Nathan Potato is trying to pretend or trying to figure out what the ring is and doing his arcane magic shit. And deduces that the ring is a magical ring of fire resistance. Hey, that would have been handy. Uh, You deduce that the ring will do For whoever wants to keep it Where's the paper? Okay Uh, You deduce that it will protect you from normal fires Up to roughly 10 points of damage Okay Uh, Very hot fires Minus 10 damage from fire uh, I, I, I'm gonna take the ring and uh, like really like awesomely and very cool like flick it over to Nathan Potato. We catch it in midair. You sure, Karis? Nah, I'm good. We both have rings now. Yeah. I put it on a small piece, a small string of leather, mm-hmm. and tie it around my neck. Okay, you it won't have any effect That's until fine. you're actually put it on your finger. Yeah, no, it's just for aesthetic. Purposes now, because he, you know, he's got one around his neck. It's uh, surprisingly heavy for the size it is. Yeah, I mean, it kind of hunches me over. <laughs> it's like this is a forty-pound um, ring. <laughs> like, it's made of depleted uranium. Anyway, did you want to burn that spell point and try to use a, a read language to spell? On oh yeah, the, a hey, Karis. Yeah, 
Let me check out that other ring you got. Okay. I'm going to use up my last uh, sorcery point here. Is what we call them in the biz. <laughs> um, it's a technical term. I'm going to figure out what the hell that ring says. All right, you look at the ring. I put the ring in my mouth. Okay, that's how you find <laughs> you're out. sucking on it. Like, like, <laughs> kind of, like put my tongue through it, and I'm sort of sucking on it and giving like a James Randy type of type of face or my <laughs> In Cobalt, the ring translates simply to "This ring belongs to Goiter." <laughs> well, I spit the ring out and flip it back over to Karis. It's Goiter's ring. Okay. Did did we kill him? I don't think so. I'm not familiar with a goiter. You might have killed him. I mean, it could have been the other one. We did take the ring. Oh, from that's him. true. He yeah. could have been the one that you didn't know the name of. He could have been Big Boss. He yeah. could have been one of the other. What if this what? guy had stolen the ring from Goiter, and Goiter is expecting it back? What if Goiter was Big Boss? I mean, he could have been like one of the guys that went out on the mission. That's true, but I'm thinking, what if Goiter was Big Boss? And uh, he had like a Jag or Hoover type of thing going on with this other, <laughs> this other guy. Could be. They just have like you know parties at Club uh, Fifty Four and stuff like that and drag. I, I that's what I assume Cobalt's do with like on their downtime anyway. I just realized you're playing Ring of Fire for yes. the exploding trap room. Uh, Try to be on point. You guys take a short rest, and we'll pick up next time we play Dispatches. We play Dispatches from the Weird. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. And was uh, fun. about ten episodes from now, look for the soundtrack. Uh, closing arguments. Uh, um, I think uh, we were awesome. I had so much fun tonight. That was I had so big, much fun. That tonight. was a big fun D and D game. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I liked. Uh, I like. I liked Trunket. I wish he didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it had to happen. And unfortunately, Alabaster is the one who survived. Yeah. In case you might run into him, uh, you inadvertently sent. Four kobolds to go try to find Max's the goat farmer. I'm yeah. sure we can take care of them when oh, they come yeah. back. You know, we'll be fine. Um, what's the guy's name? Spit Spit Zero Ten. Or? Yeah, Spit Zero One One Zero. Yeah, he's Instagram. he's the one that sent us fan art, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I greatly encourage that because <laughs> that's a, like especially the D and D fan art. Yeah, I mean, that was it's very so cool. funny seeing those characters. Like, how you guys are viewing them? Yeah, did I bring um, that picture? Yeah, over? it's over there. It's, it might be behind uh, the Crypt Keeper now. Nice, but yeah, I'm pl- I need to get a bulletin board, like a like a post it note board, like a or like a, a thumbtack board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would be cool. Uh, so please, anyone that's even remotely talented at, at drawing. Send us your uh, interpretations of of our dispatches. D and we would really like a marble statue. Dispatches and dragons. <laughs> dispatches and dragons. Yeah, that's a go. good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, it was. I had a lot of fun. I did too. It was fun. Um, I'll collect your characters. There you go. Give me your character. Thanks, thanks to everyone for indulging me yep. on the Roddy Piper stuff. <laughs> that was great. Uh, no, was and totally uh, indulging me on a, on a full song. <laughs> it worked for your character. I was going to finish was, it. I was just <laughs> impressed that you had just. Without even like any effort, just gone right through the whole damn thing. Oh yeah, I love that song. It's like, man, I haven't heard that song like since '98. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The ver- it's an old song, but the version I know is uh, Brian Bowers. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to hear like a real version of the Scotsman, look up Brian Bowers, the Scotsman on YouTube. It's fantastic. It's a nice. really fun song. You want to cue up the ending song? Oh yeah, we can do that. Is it not Jackson? Nope. There's the song. Time for some pulp, y'all. Um, I should have sang this. 
I'm not opposed to dispatches from the weird being th- a three-hour show now when it used to be an hour-long show and then a two-hour-long show. Simply yeah. because... You know, we haven't been putting them out weekly. Right. You know, we put them out every two weeks or every three weeks, so that gives you something, a long time to be able to listen through to it. Yeah, because honestly, what bothers, the only thing that bothers me about Harmontown yeah. is that it's two hours and, I, and over like two days I'm done with it. Yeah. And I have to wait for the next week. Yeah, it's, it, that's always, that's one of those ones when Wednesday hits, like I'm just like, yeah. ah, sweet new Harmontown, <laughs> and I go and I devour it, I'm just like, Ah, well, <laughs> I guess I'll catch up on Comedy Bang Bang, which I love. Right, yeah. It's just that, you know, it's hard. I'm way behind. I'm way behind on that. Yeah. Have you been listening to um, Spontanea Nation yes. at all? Yeah. I think I'm like one or two behind on that. The last, they did Science Fair was the last one. And then there, I think the theme park uh, break room or something <laughs> like that. <was laughs> did you listen to the one with the... It might be Matt Gorley doing a uh, Nick Nolte. Yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. Shit. Uh, what one was that? What was the? It was a uh, like student theater. Yeah, oh, intergalactic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let me check the front of my tank top to make sure uh, my sandwich is still there. Front of my tank top, make sure my sandwich is still there. He's awesome. Uh, what's uh? Where can they find you, Richie? Uh, personally, you can find me on Instagram. I've been doing that a lot. I've been doing that more than uh, Facebook. At uh. Lono Mojo, mm-hmm. pretty that sure it's on right. Instagram. Uh, or is it Lono Facebook. Saves? No, that's my Twitter. My Twitter's oh. Lono Saves. Uh, Facebook, we've got Facebook groups for dispatches and, and church. And uh, our website, uh, weirdochurch.com, our Tumblr, tumblr.weirdochurch. I stopped uh, using no. it since we got... Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't been posting anything to it. I, I haven't either. Yeah. So let's not yeah. give out the Tumblr. Okay. We'll bring it back in a couple years for like a day <laughs> yeah. and then get rid of it again. Um, yeah, just... Uh, and I don't often say this, but it would be really, really nice to see a, a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I hear that that matters. Uh, I don't really care about our rankings or whatever, but it's just nice to know that people are listening and what they think. So a nice four or five star review would be awesome. Yeah, or yep. even just shoot us an email and let us yeah. know what you thought. And we've gotten some feedback. Lately, us a fun so feedback. Nice. Yeah, like uh, I think I, I texted you like uh, the other month as some feedback that Connor uh, who listens. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. So. Yeah, we love hearing the feedback. It, it it really makes us happy that someone is actually listening. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> you know. I'm on uh, Instagram at Mudkip5000, this podcast, as well as Airport Road, the podcast. And uh, do some videos on YouTube.com slash Airport Action Road. figure sexting roundup. Yeah. Aaron, what about uh, you? Do your $60 Batman? I got it. I have to. I've spent $60 on them. <laughs> uh, I'm Mr. Mixiazpitalik123. That's M-R-M-X-Y-Z-P-T-L-K on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Xbox Live, PSN. Uh, you can find me, Aaron Yost, on Facebook. And, of course, WeirdoChurch.com. Yep. To, your, um, to the Dirty Liberty Girls? Uh, wash them. Wash your oh, dirty liberty girls? Wash your di- no, come on over. To the Dirty Pants Ladies? Wash those. And, wash uh, the pants and then give me a call. And to the to your friends? Uh, we love you. I love you. Go <clears throat> tell your friends you love them. It matters. And uh, um, to Alabaster the Cobalt? Um, to Alabaster the Cobalt, you'll always be with us. You're fucking lucky. <laughs> uh, I'm carrot. Uh, live, we belong dead. Make sure to check that out. Uh, Paper Joker wallet. R.I.P. Hot Rod. <laughs> Truth. Off the mic. That's church. 